All right, what's up, you guys? We are back at you live with episode 21, probably one of the more exciting podcasting weeks for us that we've had in our 21 weeks. We're going to recap UFC Apex from last week. We're going to do our top 10 most hated. We're going to compare it a little bit to the topology from last week. And we got UFC International Fight Week or UFC 290, which is going to be an absolute killer card. And we are redrafting after me and Leezer got absolutely dominated by Josh. Um, he'll say the scores later on. And then Loser buys a whiskey. And, yeah. dude, it's going to come down to this next week. Noah has Brandon Moreno. If he wins, I buy. If he loses, Noah buys. Yeah, we're redrafting. I'm rooting the hard for Moreno and Nickel. We are redrafting the fantasy teams next week because I was informed right before this podcast started started that Cole and Noah are, as some would say, throwing in the throwing in the towel. Raising in the yep. raising the white flag, raising the white flag, yep. throwing in the towel, tapping out. They're going down mm-hmm. without a fight. We're not even finishing yeah. the year. Well, we're calling it. We're nope, doing a little I, refresh for season two of the UFC Glass Chin Fantasy League. Season two. Um, we might. We're gonna look at it. Maybe make some changes. Um, see if we can do it in a more productive way. Since, for example, Cole drafted a team of fighters that didn't fight at all. Um, so we're gonna... <laughs> very well might work um work to my advantage okay um but yeah yeah uh josh is the only person that drafted a half decent team all my fighters josh got beat and all of cole's been yeah. fights so i was just gonna say i am <laughs> hey, that's why i, I want to redraft this is a perfect time to redraft i'm sitting pretty this. at please we're gonna know what we're doing i'm sitting Man, pretty at good. currently at three ufc champions feeling good about the squad i drafted my only bad pick was drafting Yuri because he hasn't he hasn't fought yet this year. But outside of that, I'm feeling good. But, we are before we end this podcast. We are going to do an underdog. Each of us are we're going we haven't done it in a few weeks. Let's each get a pick for this card. I got some just, picks. I got some picks laid down already. Yeah. Well, right on. Pick your favorite one. We'll just we'll talk about it right before we done. Let's do it. All right. Well, let's start with just this last week. I mean, obviously, like we have a. Shit ton of stuff to talk about for this week, but there were some good. There, it was a fun card, there, but it was just so many prospects and things like that. Maybe a new contender, we'll see. Um, mm-hmm. But I think there's some fights we should talk about because there was some that all of us were very wrong on. Um, there yeah. were some that a few of us were very right on, and there were a lot that Noah was wrong on. So we yep. will. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> So I'm looking back at the card right now. Let's just start at the top. I mean, Alexander Romanov's back. Still look, he has the melted candle build still, but he won because he fought a nobody. He fought somebody who's equally as bad. Outside of that, oh, Guram Kutataladze, who everybody hypes up, he got knocked out by Charles Oliveira's protege. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty sick. Nobody expected that. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. I I think for prelims, we just need to cover that our poor our that poor man Kevin Lee. <laughs> okay. So is he just that bad now, or is this like what Renat guy just a savage? No, I can't really tell. I think he really is just bad now. 
Like he kind of has been or been on a downward spiral. I feel like he even has. I kind of like the energy and the like, just the vibe of this Renat guy, though. I'm kind of he's, a fan of him. He's to be good. Honest. He's really good. What is he? Twenty. And he goes in there just stone cold, or, and yeah, he's skilled. Twenty one and one, and he's got power. I mean, he sat Kevin Lee down at thirty seconds, unconscious. Yeah. What a bet! What a picture! What a picture that was! Yeah. Oh my god. And it was like, you couldn't even tell Kevin Lee was out because his arms were trapped kind of while he was in that guillotine. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was brutal. Brutal. Dude, that could have been a death if that had gone on <laughs> for, like, seven more seconds. That could have been an absolute death in the octagon. If we had Mario Yamasaki in there instead of Herb Dean, things could have taken a turn for the worse. But, yeah. For sure. Hanat Fakretinov. I hope I'm saying that right. He's Yeah, he's good. You know, he was supposed yeah. to make his UFC debut against... Another undefeated prospect on this card, Michael Morales. That was supposed to be his debut. That would have oh, been fun. Oh, that would have been a fun <laughs> fight, dude. Um, then we got, let's go to the main card. Our boy, Hulk, Bruno Ferreira, got knocked out. First loss ever. By Didn't see that coming Nur- at all. Nursultan Ruzaboev. Colsock coming, apparently. Yeah, I was going to say, that was the case scenario that we saw coming. Come on. Yeah. I wow. didn't see it coming either. I did not get to watch that fight, but I know it was a free, yeah first round finish. A minute and seventeen seconds, so a quick one. I'm gonna say I don't get that's that must that would be so hard to get a submission in that quick, but I don't know, I feel like it's just happening more and more. I think we need to talk about somebody that all three of us underrated really badly. I don't think we we might we probably overrated this Bond theme a little bit. But I, yeah, this is the bad bomb bomb theme. But I mean, after what he did to Terrence McKinney, come on! I don't think he's come bad. Dude. I don't really think he's bad. Dude. I think Benoit Saint Denis is a problem. He's not eleven and one. He is very, obviously a very good grappler. Got bomb theme down, choked him out. Very good. Striker I think he can well. strike a little too, though. No, he is. He's yeah. a very he's a good striker. Like, but he can knock out people. Yeah, he, he kind of lit him up too. He is good. He's good. I like him. Um, people are saying maybe we get like a Saint Denis Gamrot fight next or something like that, which could be fun. Ooh, that could be fun. Yeah, dude, that Benoit. So I, I went back and I watched um, highlights to a lot of these fights, and um, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about Saint Denis because those highlights were, dude. He just dominated. Mm-hmm. He just absolutely dominated the Bond theme. Yeah, it wasn't even close, dude. What? He made him look. He made the Bonfim look bad, and I think that he is not a bad fighter. Like, I don't think Bonfim's bad either. I really don't. I think Saint Denis is just. Well, he was underrated. We didn't give him credit. <laughs> no, and I mean to to be fair, I did not know that much about him, and I knew more about Ismail. But yeah, shit, man, that Saint Denis could yeah. be a goddamn problem it coming fe- up here. It feels like we get a we get a prospect wrong every week. <laughs> Dude, yeah, we are. We got another one coming up here. That's a gangster that we got to talk about too. Oh yeah. What? Um, Holy smokes! I'm sorry, woman's flyweight bout. I didn't watch it. I know nothing. I still don't know anything about Lipsky or Gatto. We can skip that one. Um, I think I, I think I took a shit during this fight. (laughs) (laughs) I just I happened to miss the whole thing, which is fine. It was. It went the distance. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it was a long one man uh the, dude i think talking about yeah the debuts or whatever not debuts but just our freak 
Rookie guys, Michael Morales is so good. Good everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. He's a beast, dude. He's like, a beast. What is he? Isn't he like 20? He's just, and he's, I don't know. He looks the part, if that makes sense. Like, dude's going to be the, like here for a minute, I think. Like, he might be a face. Yeah, isn't he 24? Could be? Yeah, he's 24. And Max Griffin, he's good, like, everywhere. Like to I was gonna say Max Griffin's a stud. Yeah, he's not he's bad, bad, dude. Max Griffin, <laughs> Max Griffin is just an athletic freak. But like, Michael Morales. I and don't he, know. the thing is, it kind of showed he lost the first round, and then he came back and won two and three, like easily. Like he was wrestling him, he was striking him, he was doing everything. Right. Dude, give me Morales as the next face. I'm saying it. The next face. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, I was gonna, well, I guess last last week Noah called Ismail Bonfim a future champion. So uh. <laughs> I said he could be. I said he could be after knocking Terrence McKinney out stone cold. I, I mean, okay, granted the other Bonfim has a way better chance to become a champion. That one is actually pretty mm, likely. That Bonfim fights next week, I believe. He does, next yep. week or the week after, something like that. Okay, I will. I want to talk. The young guy I want to talk about is Grant Dawson because that guy. This is another one. His Stud. his grappling. He's an American Khabib. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> the crap he was doing. He put Demir Ismagulov in a full Nelson just for the fun of it. Like it was insane. <laughs> <laughs> he just he had his hooks in around his back for twelve out of the fifteen minutes, just beating him up. He dominated him. It was incredible. Where did this dude wrestle? Because he, I know he's at American Top Team. I want him to fight Armin Sarukian. Bad is what I want because that's who he, he. But he did call out. He said, "I either want a big name and Tony Ferguson, no, or I, I was want to say he said Tony Ferguson." <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, "Or okay. he wants a big ranking and Benil Dariush, which that could be I, fun." I like that. That's a good call out. He's got to improve his striking. His striking was his striking was wild. His striking was wild. Like, his de- striking defense was pretty bad. But he can wrestle. Yeah. Yeah, he can grapple with the best of them. Wow, I can't even find any college wrestling. How old is this kid? He's young. Let me Did look he just go straight into the MMA out of high school? Let's 29. See. Yeah, he's a, he's good, man. He wasn't even a state champion in high school? Where the heck did this grappling come from? I don't know. He gets those hooks in faster than I've seen anybody get those hooks in in a long time. Dude, that's... Dude, sometimes I feel like with wrestling and grappling, it just takes time for people to figure it out. Like, I mean, Aljo is one of the best wrestlers in the UFC, and that dude wrestled in Division Three. Yeah. Like... I mean... And then he keeps up and arguably out-wrestles Henry Cejudo. Yeah. For sure, for sure. But yeah, yeah Grant, it's kind of crazy to think about actually a gold medalist versus a dude that couldn't even wrestle a D one. Yeah. Grant Dawson, yeah, uh, is that, that dude? Isn't is that crazy? He earned himself a fan in me over the weekend. I enjoyed it. Normally, I'm not really a grapple, a grappling specific guy, but I enjoyed watching him grapple Demir's. Yeah, player. I I enjoy it if you have volume and you're yeah. trying stuff and you're beating people up on the ground. Sign me up. I'm all here for it. He babied him. You're just going to be... He babied him. You don't see people yeah. put other UFC fighters in full Nelsons. It, you don't. It yeah. looks so goofy. Yeah. It, was, it was hilarious. Yeah, that's, that's just crazy. He's a beast <laughs> for sure. All he right. could be a problem coming up here too. Main event. You A boost didn't belong in there. Pretty clear. No. You get gassed out after three minutes. 
I was going to say, what the heck was his game plan? He thought he was going to knock. Like, he must have thought he was going to knock him out in the first round. Which is a silly. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's a silly assumption against Sean. Like, it's not like Sean. Is, Sean Strickland has a crazy chin. I think his fight style is just to last. Like, he just kind of. Yeah. I did not see a knockout happen. I watched. This is the first time I think I've actually, like. Because, I mean, it only went like a round and a half or whatever. Yeah. So I actually watched the whole fight. Um. I actually watched Sean Strickland, like, watched him fight. He has the weirdest striking style yeah. I've ever seen. Oh, that's different. He sure. has a Philly shell stance, but he doesn't shoulder roll. He parries with yeah. his hands. So when people throw flurries, he does this. Yeah, and he stands straight I, I, up and down, doesn't flat-footed. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it in my life. It literally is the Sean Strickland style. It's not even a Philly <laughs> shell. It's yeah. a Philly shell stance. With crazy hand parries. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense. The first time I really watched him, like, strike, and it's so ugly, but apparently it works because the dude's 27 and 5 with, like, one loss at middleweight. Yeah. He needs to, yeah. And then, obviously, he called out Izzy, which that's probably the fight you make. If if Whitaker, well, whoever wins on Saturday, you probably make that fight because Izzy's looking for a fight in two months anyway. I was going to say, and Izzy... Strickland kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, dude, Strickland was just on Joe Rogan. Like, I, he actually would be kind of a sell for Izzy. Oh, he would be. He, no, exactly. I listened to that Joe Rogan episode. Of stuff that he's already, I will say one of the worst like, Joe Rogan episodes I've ever heard. They haven't even fought each other. They're not carded. They talk some shit. True. Do you, do you think Strickland is the biggest fight at middleweight for Izzy outside of Whitaker and Hamzat right now? At this point? No, I think Boy, I think uh well, since Alex is Okay, I would say I think Izzy and Paulo too would sell if Paulo wins again. But I think but Strickland, you just haven't seen Strickland and Izzy fight, so let's give him something new. <laughs> that, right, I mean and it's gonna sell actually, because I was gonna say Str- Strickland is absolutely dynamite on the mic. People yeah. dynamite people on the hate, mic. People hate people hate Sean Strickland too, so that sells because of how he talks. You either love it's one of those where you either love him or you hate him. Um, with how he talks, his Joe Rogan, like I said, one of the I hated listening to that episode. I listened to it today this afternoon. I hated it. <laughs> it's just I don't know. It's just we'll get well, into Sean. Yeah, friend. we'll get you into love him hate him, That's for sure. But, and that's I think we're gonna yeah we're gonna get into our list here. So. <laughs> but uh, I mean, he won, and I I would give him Izzy next, and then let Izzy fight the winner of Whitaker and Duplessis next, because Izzy would and and then. Izzy would toy with Strickland. <laughs> Let's be real. Oh yeah, you get him out of you get him out of there in round one. It would just be more of a brutal beatdown than Pajero was because he would hit him more. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you can make so your fight. Okay, so after that, I've been thinking about this. You think Izzy moves up or retires? What does he do? I think Izzy only moves up if Pereira. I don't think he. He'll he'll only move up if Pereira wins the belt at two hundred five. He said. Fair. Because everyone else is just such a that's such a bad matchup for Izzy. Like yeah. just oh, But Alex well, even Alex at that weight though, dude, that'd be sketchy. Like Yeah. Did you, could you imagine did that? Did you see what Jamal Hill said? He said he doesn't think Alex Pereira's power is gonna carry to two oh five. And I'm like, dude, if anything dude, he's gonna get so much stronger. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The light heavyweights just got a new hardest. Yeah, he's, he's the hard, it's, it's, yeah, it's he Alex. Is, yeah, hundred percent. I agree. Yeah, I feel like he's not the, the cleanest puncher in that division. Like the only, oh, like, just, I don't, I don't know if there's very many heavyweights that have that much power. If I, I'm going to be honest, I don't think 
they should have like the accuracy mixed in with him being such a good kickboxer like that is scary i don't think they should have put him against Jan though in his first fight Jan's gonna wrestle him yeah, yeah, it's gonna be like yeah. he's just gonna wrestle fuck him. Yeah, I think Jan might like get him out of there via choke. I could to be see honest. it. I could see it. I I thought they would give him someone like Johnny Walker or something, just as his intro to the division, somebody that will stand. Yeah, strike. yeah. Um, but I guess not. I mean, we'll see. I mean, Prayer is probably stronger than Izzy. He's just not. It doesn't have the takedown defense Izzy does, and Izzy got controlled. We'll see how that goes. But that's end of the month. Yeah. I'm so excited. Right. But yeah, so that's this. That is uh, that was last week's card. It was fun. There were good fights. Um, I think there was, was an fun. there was a big announcement today that I don't know if you guys saw the return of a legend on UFC Fight Pass Invitational, their UFC Grappling League Friday. Or yeah, it got announced. No, okay, it got announced for December. I don't know why I said Friday. This December, George St. Pierre is returning to compete in UFC Jiu-Jitsu, UFC Grappling. Weird. The fight pass. He's a tough matchup for any yeah. grappler on the planet. The he, fight... trained, he trains with, like, Norman. Yeah, the fight pass invitational in December. George St. Pierre is back. Who's he, who's he grappling? They didn't announce his opponent. So I was going to say, know. I bet they'll keep that a surprise for Dude, him. he's a problem. He's been training with Donaher and Gordon for like the last four years. Now than he was when he fought, I swear. Yeah, yeah. Like the shit that he does now, he like, like makes I, it, he has YouTube videos. I just stuff. think it's Dude, sick. Dude, give me, give me GSP versus Craig Jones. That would sell. That'd be oh, sick. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what I was thinking? I'm like, GSP Khabib, bring the other guy, legend back. <laughs> If they don't want to, GSP would take that. If they don't want to fight, dude, they fight. always wanted to fight. Or Khabib, or Khabib always wanted to fight him too. Like that'd be actually kind of. Perfect. If they don't want to like fight, fight right now, like let them grapple. I think that'd be pretty cool. I mean, Khabib's pretty big now, not necessarily yeah. a competitor, but uh, I don't know. We'll see who G- GSP gets. That's pretty. But I'm, I think I'm stoked for that. I think that's sick. Um, what else? Happened? That'd be sick. Khabib versus GSP <laughs> in a grappling match. Oh, um, let's see what else. Dude, another thing off top. Wait, do you, are you about to bring up another fight? Go for it. You go for it. Go for it first, Cole. I was just going to say, I saw this earlier when I brought up the card for next week. I saw Yair with the interim. How sick would it be if the interim belt was silver? I know. Instead of My little gold. brother That'd told me that. Cool. My little brother told me, he's like, why aren't all the interim belts silver? I'm like, that makes perfect sense dude, when you think about it. It, would be, it does. Dude. It does. Because they, they pretty much look completely identical, yeah. aren't they? Deb, did you guys see the yeah, Mexico belt they gave Yair? Yeah, that's, that's badass. Yeah, that was sick. Um, but yeah, I don't, I'm trying to think. There, there have been a few fight announcements. I don't know if we talked about it last week, but Rose Namajunas got announced. She's back for UFC Singapore, I believe it is, against Manon Furo. No, is that Singapore? It's either Singapore or... Nope, she's announced for UFC France, I think, against Furo. Um... What else? Chris Weidman is returning at UFC Boston, two ninety two, since he broke his leg, fighting Brad Tavares, I believe. So he's apparently still convinced he can beat Israel Adesanya. Wait, who is Chris Weidman? Chris, there's no. Uh... He's yeah, he's back next month. Yeah, next month, and then the return of the Aussie got announced today. Tai Tuivasa. Took a fight with Alexander Volkov at UFC Sydney 293. Oh, uh, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, Ty does not. Ty he doesn't take easy fights. 
Yeah, what is he doing, dude? I don't think he, like, I love him so much. Why is, he just needs to pick, like, some lower hard guys just to get some sick-ass knockouts together. Dude, I feel, I feel like Ty, yeah, I feel like he's, yeah, he's just fun, man. I think he's, like, a big marketing guy yeah. because the Shui Vaso is just apparently, like, sold out all the time. Yeah. And oh, they just sure. love him in Australia. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, like, and they so do. Sick. Volkov is just such a... I feel like it's, he's a tough matchup for anybody, but it's, I mean, he dominated. When he fought Derek Lewis, he dominated that's him for all, 14 minutes. and then That's exactly like the matchup I was thinking of. They're pretty much identical. Yeah, so... He's sneaky good, man. He's such a sneaky good fighter. No, he's the definite... He's like... Uh, he's an ultimate gatekeeper there. Like, he's never... He's always been one fight away from a title shot. And then he'll lose, and then win three in a row, and then he'll lose again, and win three in a row. He just does it every time. Um, and like the fights that he loses, he's low key in like all of them. Yeah, I mean, the only uh. person that really dominated him was Aspinall, um, who submitted him. But I guess I mean Cyril Gond didn't finish him. That was just a boring stand and stare at each other yeah. fight. But like Volkov's good. I like Volkov. I do too. All right. So last week for Tapology, we did the shit list for our Tapology blind ranking, which is the gen- wild. national general consensus of the top fifteen most disliked or hated fighters. So which that was way more full of retired fighters. It was. Like that was it was. So if you listen to our podcast, you know that this week now we all three of us have our personal top ten. We're doing ten this week instead of fifteen. List of our disliked or hated fighters. I feel like uh, I can speak for myself. Mine is going to be more recent names, more current names. Like I know, too. for example, like uh, Tito Ortiz was pretty high on the list last week. I've never watched a Tito fight live in my life. I've watched highlights. I've watched, went back and watched them. I wasn't there for his prominent, you know, era of being annoying and everybody hating him on the mic and just being an ass an ass to everybody. I wasn't there for that. So I don't like I don't have that stuff. So my people are more current. <laughs> Bro, this is gonna be fun. I don't know. So I feel like Josh and Josh for sure too is way more like and we kind of talked about this. Josh <laughs> out of the three is way more of a hater of these UFC fighters than Noah and I. So yeah, it was hard for me to even pick ten. I'm not even gonna lie. Same. Some of these I have some old heads that I just don't really like or like I didn't like at the time, but now I love. Yeah. Even like, there's so many fighters I used to not like that now I adore. Like Izzy, I did not like at first, and then he went on a, like a, that snooze fest, and I was like, oh my god, he's sick. Yeah. Like there's so many fighters I start off not liking, and then they just win me over. Yeah. I don't know. Josh is just a hater. Yeah, I am slowly learning how much of a hater I am. I was talking to my older brother about this earlier this week, and I was telling him some of the people that I was gonna have on my list, and he was calling me out on every single one. He's like, "Why do you hate that guy? What's wrong with that guy?" He's like, what? I love him. Yeah. Like, no, that guy sucks for these reasons. Um, so yes, well, I, have, I have reasons, but I think we should just start. Um, I think you're gonna start us off this week. You want me to? All right, my number ten. I, I don't think you started us off for once. All right, well, my number ten. I'll go loud and proud. I think he's only. Had a handful of fights in the UFC, no longer in the UFC. Dude sucks at fighting, doesn't want to be in there. Lost me a lot of money. William Knight, number 10. 
Oh, dude, I didn't even think about it. I don't even consider him a fighter. I consider him, like, a, I don't even know, like, a water boy. Yeah. I hate okay. I, I don't hold, even think I about hold, him either. I hold grudges. But I, I hold grudges. I completely get it. If there's somebody I don't like or if there's somebody I hate, I am going to remember him, and I'm not going to let it go. Yeah. I don't like him. That was – I did not see a guy put up, like, less effort yeah. in the UFC. It was just incredible watching Oh, that was, that was absolutely <laughs> insane. That – I don't know. Did he just like completely have a stroke I don't during know. that fight? I don't know. But he doesn't. <laughs> well, it was for two fights because in the fight after the one that we watched all together, oh, yeah. he didn't do shit either. He deserves. He deserves all the hate in the world, and I'm gonna give it to him. So he's That's my number fair. ten. That's fair. That guy stinks. <laughs> that guy stinks. Train my sister in MMA for two months. Throw her at him. She'll she'll take she'll take him to decision and win via five to one strike. <laughs> all right, Cole. What do we got? Alright, so this, I told you before the podcast even started, I hated doing this, but for his, things that he's doing now, maybe put him at number 10, Nate Diaz is my number 10. What? 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 (laughs) Mr. Tonard! (laughs) That's an absolutely terrible tag. Best, probably, trash talker, one of the best best trash talkers in the UFC. But the things he's doing now actually annoys the shit out of me with, like... I mean, he lost his last three UFC fights, so that's not very great of him. And the amount of trash talk that he does say, like, he, he loses a lot of fights when that's it comes wild. down to it. Nate Diaz is a wild pick. <laughs> <laughs> I did do Slash too, so that's, that's even crazier. Crazy. Dude, fucking Logan Paul's lookalike pressed him in the streets in New Orleans. He choked him out in, like, four seconds. That's awesome. Yeah. What? Yeah. I think he's just, I don't know. I think he's doing too much right now. I'm not going to, like. Uh, he's going to make $5 million fighting Jake Paul. What do yeah. you mean? The Paul. guy's the man. Yeah, for the listeners. <laughs> Liam... He's actually going to get smoked, which is kind of sad. For the listeners. It is. It is sad, yeah. but, like, I mean, whatever. Leave us some feedback I on this episode. He lost his last four fights. Leave, we need some, we need some uh, reviews, some ratings on this episode, so Noah and I know if we should have Cole. Still on the podcast by next week after that take. That was, that was, you, you love Nate, don't you? I do love Nate. <laughs> yeah, who doesn't love Nate? I have an autographed picture of Nate Diaz sitting right next to me. Like that's my, I love him. <laughs> okay, hey, I guess. How can you hate him? He's the most genuine person to ever be in the UFC. He's Nate Diaz through and through. There's no front. It's sub- Nate Diaz. I guess it is a subjective, opinionated list. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> was he even in the topology top 10 no because everybody loves him <laughs> yeah <laughs> well everybody all right no who's your 10 what an annoying man uh good fighter but annoying man who henry cejudo oh cejudo okay I like Triple um, <laughs> The cringy awesome. Saying he's the best combat athlete of all time is crazy. I mean, he's crazy. an Olympic Olympic gold medalist. I think before before he came back, I don't know, that break I definitely fucked him. But he didn't he didn't beat Demetrius Johnson. I tell you what, that yeah. was an absolute robbery. But no, who? What do I know? No, yeah, I'll agree with that. I get, I can see that because his personality is not. It's annoying. I'll I'll respect his skills. Hmm. Even though he got dominated by Aljo, I respect 
I respect his skills because he came back after such a layoff and still looked pretty darn good. But like, he's not fire on the mic. He's just cringe as hell on the mic, and I just can't. I can't do it, dude. Yeah, I can't do it. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, not a. I'm not really a Cejudo guy. He's not on my list, but I respect it. I respect it. Yeah. Okay, my number nine is Tyron Woodley. Not a fan of Tyron oh, Woodley. Josh. He was just on the cusp of mine. He yeah. was just on the cusp. He had the crazy knockout against Robbie Lawler, obviously. He was a powerful guy. I thought he was kind of a snooze fest of a champion. I didn't like how he accused Wonder Boy of being racist or whatever, the UFC being racist for giving Wonder Boy a title shot. Cause, and if you are mean to Wonder Boy, I don't like you because I love him. And then he went and embarrassed the MMA community by getting slept by Jake Paul like that. And then kissed his ass afterwards, which is even worse. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. That was absolutely <laughs> insane. Mm-hmm. So I had, to get, Ty- yeah, I I had to get Tyron Woodley on my list. Old man chin. Mm-hmm. All right, Cole. Number nine. I have Hazmat Chimaev for mine, basically because he was the worst number one draft pick ever. Yeah, you did pick him number one. <laughs> I had way too much faith in him, like for when he first started in the UFC, I thought he'd be that guy again. But dude sucks through and through now at this point. He just sits out. Oh, uh, he just misses weight and like he laughed about it. That pissed. Like I thought I drafted him after that too, which was super annoying. Mm-hmm. I, I like him. I like, I like him too. Him lot, I just wish actually. he'd. I wish he'd fight. That's the only thing is he doesn't I, fight. That's. that's I why feel like he's not probably he's my, Yeah, the dude he hasn't fought in almost two years. Like I'm, ch- I'm checked out of Hamzat. I'm completely checked out. I thought he had that dog in him. I thought he was the wolf. Right. Uh, he had yeah. a close fight with Gilbert, and then he just hasn't fought since. Like yeah. he showed everybody he was beatable and just stopped fighting. Like really, no injuries too, right? That's just. Been, I you know, I actually fully like. I think that Paulo Costa, if they fight at some point, would take his head off his body. I think yeah, he's I think. hittable, and Costa hits way too hard, and his takedown defense is off the chain. I think it's gonna. I think Paulo's gonna keep him on his feet and just box him <laughs> up, and he's gonna be toast. I can see it. I can see it. I'm cool with an interesting list so far. I'll we'll say that. Yeah, <laughs> I like the guy. He wouldn't even come close to making my list, but <laughs> I can see he's annoying. <laughs> All right, Noah, number nine. Number nine. I'm going to throw out. You know what? I'm going to go with Dustin Poirier at nine. He's going to be higher on uh, someone I know here's list, but uh, uh, he's just an annoying guy. I used to love him so dearly, and then I started seeing his fake side. Like, after, like, he went to war with Dan Hooker and was an asshole, after he accused, like, Michael Chandler of fish-hooking him, that was the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, all, he's just, I don't know, he just gives fake asshole energy, and I can't take him. I can't stand him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll be revisited. I know. <laughs> he will be. He will be. <laughs> my number eight is Greg Hardy. Partially because he beat his wife, and partially because I just loved watching him get knocked out by everybody. So. Yeah, I really liked him. 
I liked him a lot for beating his wife and hated him a lot for getting knocked out. So, you know, balance okay. it out. We are no, I'm, you. I'm, just, I'm just playing. But, uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, no, that guy stinks. He's actually the worst. So, yeah. I just, Dude, he still thinks he's the man, and he's he fighting, like, no-name, like, yeah, he people wanted, in boxing matches and still getting knocked out. Yeah, he wanted to box Tyson Fury and uh, fucking Deontay Wilder. He wanted to get after all of them. But he is my number well, eight. Well, would he die? Oh, yeah, he would. All right, Cole, number eight. Who do we got? <laughs> ben Askren. <laughs> <laughs> Funky, dude. You don't like Funky? Oh my god, I think he's even cringier than Triple C on it. Especially after he got knocked out by uh, Masvidal, I feel like he tried to like justify everything somehow, and it just made him look so much worse. I think. Dude. And then even now, like his, he's just Funky. He's a weirdo, bro. I love Funky. No, Askren. You're hating on him because he has the tism. We get it, Cole. I can, I can right, respect whatever. that. I can respect that. Askren almost made my list. What? Dude, I love Funky. He's hilarious. I had two honorable mentions. It was yeah. him It was him and Dracus Duplessis were my two honorable mentions. And I'm, I'm not a Ben guy. I'm not a Ben Askren fan. Dude, I knew about Ben when he was in Bellator. And watching him fight was so funny because, like, he didn't even, like, really, like, he would like ground and pound people, but his hands were so soft. Like, he couldn't really like beat him up that bad. So he would just like lay on top of him, hit him with pillow punches. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. Who's striking is better, Ben Askren or Bonekel? We haven't seen anything from Bo. A Bonekel? At least I've seen Bo Nickel like connect on his feet, even if it was amateurs. I don't, I don't know if I've seen Ben Askren like hit someone with a punch. <laughs> I'm still here. I just had to turn my camera off for a sec. All right, Noah, who is your number eight? My number eight is Kamara Usman. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We Um, we don't like I don't know if I've met someone more boring on the mic and just like a dud. Really? Yeah, like I feel like... He's just annoying. Great fighter. Great fighter, but holy smokes, is he annoying. I was, My God. I disliked him until he knocked out Masvidal like that. Then he earned a fan. Same. He was boring up until that point, and then, like, Colby kind of brought out that dog in yeah. Kamaru. But just, like, on the mic and off the air, the guy sucks. He's so lame. And I'm like, dog, you're, like, one of the most dominant, if not the most dominant welterweight of all time. Own it. Run it. Have some personality. Holy shit, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, he tries to trash talk himself fights, and he just simply can't because he's too slow in the brain to be charismatic and do it. Yeah. Okay. Who, uh, Who wins, him or Hamzat, when it happens? Um... That's such a tough fight to call. Because it sounds like in UFC 294 Abu Dhabi, that could be happening. The thing is, like, I could see Hamza winning, but in my head, like, Kamaru might make it look easy. We don't know. He could. I could see it. All right. My number seven. Honestly, I probably... 
I probably I probably throw money on Kamaru to be honest. I can I believe it. I think uh, I don't know. I still I have no idea who I'd end up picking. Um, but just interesting thought because we've heard both Hamza and Kamaru be thrown out there. I think my number seven. There's a chance. I don't know if you guys actually. I know you guys. I know one of you will probably included a female fighter. But I have Juliana Juliana Pena at seven. <laughs> Can't hate her. Oh. Can't stand her. The uh, she got the win. Great pick, dude. Got Great the pick. win. Got absolutely blasted in the second one. Still wanted the trilogy. Said she'd win the trilogy when she's yelling at Amanda Nunez during her retirement speech. One of the cringiest things I've seen, I think, during a UFC post-fight interview. Can't stand her, and she's just. I don't think she's good. <laughs> she's so bad. She might be the only person ever to win a title fight and then end their career on a loss streak. Yeah. She's bad, dude. She's not good. Had to include her. Right. I just can't stand her. So, there she is. Nah, she stinks. She's no bueno. All right, Cole. That's like, Josh, you said that's crazy because I have two girl fighters on my list. Oh, really? I'm interested. She's... She's on next for me too. She's, so. she, oh, your seven is Pena. <laughs> no, didn't already say seven. No, your your last one was Ben Askren at eight. This is oh yeah, we're on seven now. Oh snap! All right, this is right. Bilal Muhammad. Bilal, Bilal Muhammad is my number seven. Oh, yep. he's higher up for me. Oh yeah, he's, he's a, a he's a must have. He's a must have. I figured he'd be like your top five for you guys, but he's just a guy that unfortunately is pretty dang good, and he keeps fighting. So we're gonna be hearing about him for a while. Yeah. Um Which that, it sucks, but well, I think we talked about him every single week in our podcast on how much we hate him. So, oh, yeah. dude, Bilal Muhammad deserves an award for the best worst fighter of all time. Yeah, he deserves an award. He's in a sticker. Yeah, he's in, it's insane. He's it's, like, it's, it's, it is badly. absolutely insane. We're going to talk about him later, though. Let's oh, save yeah. some of this. Yeah, Let's he, save some of this. He will be revisited. Uh, Noah, number yeah. seven. So I'm going to go with – I kind of fudged my list because I forgot about someone. You know what? We're just going to keep it going. Michael Bisping. I don't what? even dislike him now. When he was in the UFC, I hated his goddamn guts. Hated it. Absolutely despised him up until uh, really? I heard of – I like him now. His documentary apparently is fire. Until I heard about the one-eye stuff, I hated him. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, my word, you are a warrior. You are a gangster. I, I strongly disliked him as a fighter as well. So I resonate with it. I, I like him as a commentator. hated him. I remember – I literally – I didn't watch this. I watched it afterwards on TV. I wanted Dan Henderson to knock him out so badly. Yeah. I remember, like, I hate Michael Bisping. I wanted him to get slept, and this was, my God, like 2012. Yeah, he just I looked like... I had, like, like... A, tap, a tap out shirt, and I was like, I would wear it all the time. Dude, when he got knocked out by Dan Hendo, I was so stoked. And then it his, was just his look as the, uh, you know, when he had that bald look, he just looked, oh, my God, he just looked hateable. Um, that's how, I don't have him on my list, but I understand that, because that's how I feel about DC. I hated DC as a fighter. And now I like him a little bit more uh, since he's been a commentator yeah. and analyst. So I, I feel that. I, I feel that. I want to pose this question quick. Is is Bisping the 
worst champ ever. Is he the worst fighter to ever hold the belt besides Matt Serra? Car- have you? What about? We just talked about Juliana Pena. We talked. What about Carla Esparza? <laughs> I don't count them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Um, let me think. Let me think. I think it's literally Matt Sarah Michael Bisping too. You think Bisping would I mean he gave GSP a good fight. Yeah, GSP at 185 that hadn't fought for three and a half years. Okay. Bisping's been put in a box about twenty times. Yeah, oh I know he has. Um, okay. I mean, it's, I'd have to go back and really look. Um, but I like, it's an interesting call. What do you think? I think there's a lot of worse champions <laughs> than this thing. Like <laughs> fighter wise. I think that's pretty crazy. I don't know, man. You lose the belt to GSP. Your next fight, you get snored by a Kelvin Gastelum completely unconscious. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you love Kelvin Gastelum <laughs> though. You got to respect that dude is a menace. He's a man. Um, yeah, he was. He had a good run. He did have a good run. I'm gonna be honest. I'm just trying to think. Well, right I, now. I, I, think, I don't know. There's. I think Alex Pereira is a worse fighter than Michael Bisping. Brock Lesnar. Oh. <laughs> I wouldn't go Brock. Hey, yeah. I wouldn't go is Brock. It? Really? I wouldn't go Brock. Well, Brock had some good wins. Brock had some good wins. I would go Pereira. I think Alex. Yeah, I'd say Alex is a worse fighter. At at this point in his career. At this point okay. in his career, that's that's fair. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Let's go to number six. My number six is TJ Dillashaw. Oh. Not a fan. I forgot about him. He's a cheater. He's annoying. That Team Alpha Male stuff was annoying. Um, I didn't like that he beat up Cody Garbrandt the way he did because I like Cody Garbrandt. You just never Same. done any. I enjoyed watching Aljamain Sterling continuously pop his shoulder out of place throughout the course of a round and a half. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Josh, that I should have put him on my list because he's so annoying for that. He actually got popped, like big time popped, and Mm -hmm. acted like he didn't know what was happening, and that's such a lie. Yeah. TJ Dillashaw is at my number six. God, that's a great pick. Great pick, Josh. What do we think? I already kind of blurted it last round. I'm really on it here. And it was for the. That one reason. It was like, I don't know if it was her girlfriend or whoever it was, like, whispered in her ear, it's because she's scared of you or something, and then she started screaming that out loud, and I was like, it was one of those things where I started borrowing yeah. my head into my own hands. I was like, yeah. secondhand embarrassment, no bad. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I don't know. She's like the last person that, of course, Amanda would be scared how, of, how, but she's dude, way too good for a How can you get, like, 4350'd and then call someone out? That picture... That picture that um, has circulated the internet from their second fight when Nunez comes with that straight right as she's backing up and takes her off her feet. That, like, you can't be a hate. You can, how can you talk ever after having a picture like that of you circulate the internet? <laughs> Dude, just... how can you know that, like, the person you're fighting had, like, a four-week camp and a bum knee? And then, like... Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. just arrogant. No, I can't. I mean, she wants the money. She yeah. wants the yeah. money. So I can't. She, I guess whatever. She's but lost so to Nunes. Annoying. She's lost to. Uh, yeah, she's lost to Shevchenko. She's. I think she's gonna lose to Raquel Pennington if that fight gets made. I don't think she's good. I also think so. All right. No, she's not good. She's not good at all. Noah, who's you got at six? Six. 
I'm going to go with Dan Hardy. Okay. I I hate when Bisping did this too, and I hate this. I hate when, like, fighters are, like, UK versus America. Like, oh, like, that's, like, how they're trying to start beef, and it's so annoying. When they're, like, oh, yeah, UK, we got the best fighters in the world. Like, oh, I'm, like, a scrapper from Liverpool or wherever. I'm just, like, dude. I don't think that's bad of a thing to, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just think it's cringe. I think it's annoying, and, like, it's just clearly so wrong it hurts. I think uh... so it's just, like... Come I've, on. I've heard the hatred for Dan Hardy. I just wasn't there for it. So I can't speak too much on it. I do know. I do. Oh, love the guy now. Full Reptile is a great MMA podcast if you ever want I have not heard his podcast. I just, the, all, the gist of what I know about Dan Hardy since my UFC fandom started was when he got booted out of the UFC as a color commentator. That's all. That's basically all I know about Dan Hardy. I'm going to go out on a limb and say he might be the best person at breaking down fights i've ever listened to it's 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 really a thing of art like he's very knowledgeable and he breaks things down and like slows it down he's he's good man nice i love him now love him now hate him yeah say with that guy number five so no i hated him i hated his guts no i was gonna say no you're being way too nice like you're like oh i used to hate these guys but i love them now i I genuinely i genuinely dislike every person in my top 10 i dislike i dislike (laughs) my next five i dislike all of them thoroughly all right i don't have a single good thing to say about any of them all right that's why i feel bad i'm about that Nate, I put him up. I don't know, whatever. Okay, my number five. And I do like movies a lot, so it's fucked up. My man. number five, one of the biggest hype trains in UFC history after his knockout run, but also I feel like one of the corniest, fakest, tough guys in the world. He is not, in fact, game bred. He is Jorge Masvidal, and I hate him. Gosh, I hate you. I do not like I Jorge Masvidal. And my reasoning, I know you guys are both probably going to disagree, but my reasoning is I just think he's fake. I know he went on that run. I did like seeing him knock out Ben Askren because I don't really like Askren. But my peak hatred of Masvidal started when I understand why him and Colby didn't see eye to eye while they got all mad about it. But then he got his ass beat for five rounds and tried to jump him in the streets and then act tough on Twitter. And that's where I was like, I really hate this guy. I don't like him. And then also his BFF buddy buddy with Jake Paul, I think, is also annoying. So annoying. They, dude, okay, yeah, I don't like Masvidal. Probably an honorable bitch on my list. I like, it is prime, his fights, and he's a fun fighter to watch for the yeah. most part. Yeah, I agree. But he, like, he tries to justify jumping Colby by saying he talks shit about my family. He never talked shit yeah, about Masvidal's family. He called him a bad dad. Yeah, that's not talking shit about your family. That's talking shit about him. Yeah, <laughs> and Masvidal repeatedly says this. He goes, "You can't talk shit about someone's family and not expect consequences." He never talks smack about your family, you bozo. And he said, "You're bad to your family, you and, idiot." And when he talked bad about his family, he immediately went and locked himself in a cage with you for 25 minutes, and you proceeded to do nothing about it. So. Yeah, hate him. My God, don't like him. You got forty-four, fifty. Shut your mouth, take it, (laughs) tuck your tail between your legs, and go on with your life. I don't like Masvidal. He had to make my list. Had to. He was a must. He was a must include. He was a must include for me. Honestly, I probably would have put him higher. Now that I look at my number three and four, but we'll see. Cole, who do you got at five? Just because you explained so much of that, I'm gonna switch one of my honorable mentions into here. 
I had Majbo. I'm putting Sean Strickland into my list, though. Which is, dude, and I'm not going to lie. I used to think his shit was so funny. But, like, after, after a little bit, it's like, how in the world has this guy not gotten, like, canceled on every single microphone? I wanted, like, I'm, I'm just confused that they still air some of the things that he says because they are so foul. I wanted so, to take... I wanted, he's the man. I wanted Sean to be on my list, too. I, do, I strongly dislike Sean Strickland. Um, I think he's annoying. I, I, I think he's annoying on the mic. And I hate his "I'm going into the cage to die." His "I'm going into the cage to die" attitude just to throw on exactly. snooze fest after snooze fest is rubs me the right. wrong way. I mean, this, you haven't seen him do what he just did last week in forever. Yeah, but his fight like he's his, such a yeah, boring fighter. His fight against Romanson sucked. His fight against Cannoneer sucked. Um, he got knocked out by Pereira, yeah, but then like he just his fight against Delidze sucked. Like it's just I don't find enjoyment in him, watching him fight. Um, he does some of his quips are funny, no, he's but like boring. if you he's look, boring for sure. I think he's dynamite on the yeah, mic. If that shit's look, hilarious. Dude, he literally you said know. children need to take a beating from their fathers, and then he like doubles back on and he's like, I don't mean just like a slap in the face. I mean a legit alcoholic beating. Yeah, that shit's <laughs> hilarious. I think That's uh, so funny. Some of his stuff is funny, but some of it I just like. Yeah, get, it's like you can. It feels like he's trying. Like his, like I said, his episode of Joe Rogan. He's yeah. just throwing out f. He's says. just throwing out f words and as many freaking slurs and swear words as he can every single sentence right. just to try to be funny. I bet that like. podcast is it's crazy. A, listen, it's a hard so. listen. Joe Rogan even was like, "What are you trying to say?" Right? Like Joe Rogan was kind of calling him on it. Even I was like, "This is just annoying," but he didn't make my list. But I respect that he's on yours. All right, Noah, number five. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm going to go Ronda Rousey at my five. I figured this was... I figured she was coming, so... Yeah, the, she just wasn't good. She got into the UFC and fought plumbers, and she had to leave right away because she, she knew people figuring her out. I, she's something. See, I think she's good. I think she's a top five women's fighter ever, but... That's incre- That's insane. Is oh it? well, honestly, resume wise, like, <laughs> well, right, like, I mean, she was champ for a long time. Too, right. She fought nobody good. She's one of the biggest UFC. Yeah, stars I was just gonna ever, say, how so. is top five women's fighter ever an insane take? Like, I don't think that's an insane take. I feel like I think not, not uh, skill wise. Okay, that's fair. I was thinking, like, when I say greatest, I think of like resume wise and things like that. Like we talk about. Three. Like, we oh, talk, like face-wise and popularity-wise, top three. Like, we talk about how Khabib is the greatest lightweight ever, but Charles Oliveira is the best lightweight ever. Like, that's one of my beliefs. I think Ronda's one of the greatest women's fighters ever. I'm not going to say she's one of the best, like most talented, but I think greatest, she belong, She deserves a spot in that top five. Dude, my thing is, like, when Ronda was fighting, her competition was so bad. It was. Dude, Misha Tate was like, what her most notable win? Probably. Cats and Ghana. Misha Tate is <laughs> average, dog. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? All right, Josh. What do you got next? No, I think I can. I don't think she. Yeah, her resume. She got a lot of wins. I understand where you're coming from. I just. She's on my list, though. I wasn't around for the big hater period of Ronda either. Like I said, I'm more of a newbie than you two. Um, number four for me is Habib Nurmagomedov. And I will say that Habib is obviously a great fighter. 
his fan base has really tainted his reputation for me on social medias. And I'm going to like, I'm going to, I will say I respect his decision for like going, walking away. Cause his mom wants him to, to like, I respect it. It's family. But then to walk off and then talk shit about everybody else that you didn't fight and talk bad about Jose Aldo and talk bad about Max Holloway and talk bad about Michael Chandler and Charles Oliveira and all these people that are still fighting that you didn't take the opportunity to fight. And also, fun fact, there was a better, if you look back at his UFC career, there was a better chance that Khabib Nurmagomedov pulled out of a fight than there was he finished a fight. So he was a weight bully, pulled out of every, pulled out of fights, just not a fan. I was mm. is a lot higher on that list. You covered a lot of points that I was going to talk about, but oh, we'll get okay. to more once I get there. Okay. Well, I apologize. We'll get to them though. I look forward to hearing oh, no, your don't, points. Don't apologize. Don't apologize. I hate that dude's guts. <laughs> All right, Cole. Let's hear your number four. <clears throat> Only reason. Okay, so again, I'm going to do a swap. I'll put Islam in my place for Habib to not double up as much as I can. Um, Islam, again, I feel like he kind of backs Khabib in, like, those ways, but for himself, I hate that he thinks he's the pound-for-pound pound best. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like his reason for it, too. Like, <laughs> <he's>, <laughs> no, I mean, so I feel bad. like he's Khabib 2.0. Like, I mean, and that's literally pretty much what he is. Like, yeah, I have, yeah. He's I have, definitely just, yeah. I have some takes on Islam. We're going to hear about him as well coming up. <laughs> Yep, 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 we are. <laughs> Noah, who do you got it for? I have a guy, I this is like one of the only fighters that I loved and then went to pure hatred for. Pure hatred. Think he's garbage. Terrible fighter. Patty Pimlet. <laughs> can't stand. What? He's not your most favorite, though? Can't, can't stand. Can't stand at all. I think he's so bad. I don't think he'll ever crack the top 14. I think he's that atrociously bad. But you don't think he's like, hilarious on the mic? Oh, he's diabolical on the mic. I don't care if you're that bad of a fighter. <laughs> if you get 30 27 by a Jared Gordon, you need to contemplate your life and maybe shut up a little bit. <laughs> because that guy stinks. Do you think that's so the reason bad. why he hasn't fought in so long? Well, yes, he had, he had surgery. Give me Ilya Topuria in an octagon against Patty and Jared Gordon. Yeah. Combined, yeah. 2v1. Yeah, that's so how bad Patty is. Patty's sitting out. He did have surgery, I know that. But I, I don't hate him, but I can definitely see, like, I was annoyed that it was clear that the U.S. like he was just given that fight because he's Patty Pimblett against Jared Gordon. Like we watched that together. Me and you were both like he just got dominated. Like it was clear, clear as day. Um, he got thirty twenty seven. Yeah. Clearly, I agree. I agree with you. That was a, that part was annoying. I wish they would have just given him his loss and let him learn from it. But instead, they gave him a win and he ran with it like he actually won that fight. Um, Dude. He's going, if they feed him someone half decent, he's going to get mauled. It's going to be like an absolute beatdown. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like the biggest hype train crush we've ever watched. Oh, yeah. See, like, I, imagine if they would have fed him Ilya when they had beef. Yeah, it would have been bad. What would have happened? It would have been really bad. <laughs> it would have been really bad. I, like, I can see why, oh I can my, see why you dislike he's him. He's just not good. I can see why you dislike him. He's not on my list, but I can see it. I can see it. 
I just think he's fun on the mic and a funny dude, and I like his Scouser attitude, so that's why I don't include him. But I like, yeah, no, I like I his attitude, but you can't have that attitude yeah. without like like you got to back it up a little bit. He can't. He's yeah. not good enough. He's trash. My number no. three is where I have Islam Mahachev because much the reasons Cole said the pound for pound thing. The, you know, the rehydration that he's getting accused of. Then there's the, uh, how I think he absolutely did not deserve a title shot for beating Dan Hooker on a week's notice. And then an unranked Bobby Green, um, getting a title shot off. That was, I thought pretty funny. Um, and I think he just got that because Khabib was in his corner. I don't think. I was just going to say, it sucks that he has that with his mentor. And then. Then obviously he got the win over Volk that I didn't think he won, and then he's been sitting out for since then and does not even have a fight announced for the rest of the year. So I just not yeah not an Islam guy. Much of the things Cole covered as well just not not my guy not for me. Oh I'm I'm okay. <laughs> I'm still gonna talk about him coming up. Cole, who is your number three? My second female fighter, Ronda Rousey. She sucks, dude. I want to hear. Yeah. I want. Okay, I'm not sure what it, but like, even now, my TikTok feed it's full of the Ronda Rousey Ultimate Fighter oh. season when she was the coach. And holy shit, she was the dude. She sucked. Like the one that she would scream and just like the pranks and stuff. I don't know. She's just a child, bro. And her skills wise, she's not. A, she's not in the top. Nah, dude, she's, she's the ready. best ever. <laughs> best ever. She had a hip toss and an arm bar. Bro, whoa, whoa. I don't know. Yeah, she just, she had to crack my, or crack my top three. I just remember all throughout, like, high school, too. We talked so much crap about her. She was the one female fighter that we could beat up, is what our main yeah. argument was. Which is, I, I stand yeah. by it still. I stand <laughs> by that argument. I stand by that argument. I mean, Bro, like, her right hook looks like we're not it's, gonna it's get, just like a little... we're not gonna get into that because she would toss both no, of you instantly and choke you out but we're not gonna get into it <laughs> me and Cole have pled our case already <laughs> yeah we're not gonna get into that that's for another day <laughs> um but I expected to see Rhonda on both of your lists I'm gonna be I did so I'm not oh, surprised shoot. I'm not surprised I'm, I, she might have been on mine if I was you know watching in your guys's period when she was doing her run, but all right, Noah, number three. Uh, number three, I have Sir Hamzat. Oh, no, not not Hamzat. <laughs> no, my God. Oh, wait, what? It's <laughs> so like you just said he wasn't. Khabib, you dude, liked Khabib, him. Sorry, Khabib. Sorry, sorry, Khabib. Khabib. Wow, wow. All that build up for the wrong name. <laughs> sorry, guys. I've had a lot of sleep. In the last day, um, <laughs> Khabib oh, is so annoying, dude. Josh, what you were bringing up though, like he calls out all these people, and it's like, dog, you could have fought longer. Yeah, like that is. What I, I love the skills. Like, dude was a menace in the octagon. Like, dude was a menace, but like. Mm, he had more people to fight and prove to. Like he. Okay, who who at the time could have he fought? Well, he had a fight lined up with Aldo, Tony, which was cursed. Okay, but now, Tony, he did. Okay, wait, what'd you say, Josh? He had a fight lined up with Aldo. 
Um, like it was when I can't remember who he was supposed to fight. Oh, Dr. Aldo was fucked though. No, it was no, it was when Aldo was still a one forty five contender. Like it was, uh, he had a fight. Aldo, yeah, Aldo came in. They didn't let Aldo do it because of or Aldo got hurt or something. And then they tried to give him Max, and then they wouldn't let Max lose that much weight. And then that's when he fought Ally yeah. Quinta for the belt, basically. Um, but he could have fought Aldo. Obviously, could have fought Tony. Retired right before he would have fought Charles. Max. Yeah, Max. Char- I mean, I'm, we're not. I'm not saying he lose to those people. Yeah, and his. I guess his reasoning saying. was like he thought none of them deserved it, which is kind of effed up. Like, yeah. which, no, no, no. He thinks he can beat everyone still, and then he like. He was like, oh, yeah, Sambo's the best in the world. I would dominate Jordan Burroughs in a wrestling match. No, what are you had, smoking? You would crack. Did Jordan ha- Burroughs did, would wash it. Did Habib wrestling say that, match. too? Or did I thought I knew Islam said that. Did Habib say it, too? Uh, I think Habib said it first. Oh, I was going to say, I remember Islam in DC's interview when Islam said that. Say, I wonder what, what did DC say about that? Oh, DC said Islam would get killed when he talked to Islam about it. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> no, Jordan Burrow wouldn't get a point scored against him. It wouldn't he, like he wouldn't even come close. No, he, they would get blast double, blast double, blast double, blast double. Dude, Jordan Burrow's double leg is not. It, I, I don't. It's if he became he's smart that he didn't become a UFC fighter, but like if he did. Dude, he'd he would have be been a champ. He would have been kind of freaky if he figured out. Yeah, he would have been. Oh, freaky. for sure, he's so athletic. You <laughs> know, he hits hard as hell, too. right? Like, and I bet he could pick up a fucking head kick in a week. Like, yeah, yeah. And nobody was gonna catch. But that's him on just the crazy talk. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, that's. I understand the crazy. They, they wouldn't score a point. I would give them five matches, and they wouldn't score a single point. Especially if it's freestyle rules. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, they're getting just oh. top two. My number two is uh, remember the decision, Bilal Muhammad. Ever since I watched him, that's nut- my number two. Ever since I watched him nut hug Wonder Boy for three rounds and then talk shit, and then he he just. <laughs> He's fucking boring. He is. Nobody, Bro, I, there's nobody I enjoy he watching talk, less. His shit talk is even boring. And then the, his, his shit talk is printing people's faces on t-shirts and wearing them to fights. It's like you're just using the other guys. Like you're, you're just like, what is that? I just can't can't stand him. Can't stand him. He's, he's such a dork, dude. 100% he's such is a dork. The other guy is like publicity because his face, he's an ugly, like his head, it looks like. His eyes are misleveled. One is like more close than the other. Nose is gigantic. He's a hideous man. I can't stand him. No, but he's on the other faces for publicity. Like, man, if your opponent tears like everything in his shoulder up and has one arm a whole fight, you gotta finish him. And he didn't. He didn't even come close to it. I mean, no. Watching Luke put him out, put him to sleep in their first fight was awesome. Le- like the fact that he thinks he would have a chance against Leon after he got dominated the first before he got that eye poke, he'd get killed. Bro, I want. Oh. And then he cried about it. Yeah. Oh my god, that was, that was a fair eye poke. That was actually a brutal yeah. eye poke. So but. no, yeah, it was. It was. He sucks. No, you said Bilal he sucks. Is, you said Bilal is your two as well. He's my two. All right, Cole. Who is your two? Dustin Poirier made it for my number two. Him after that Michael Chandler fight pretty much like made my hate for him. Go time. You guys took a sip of your shit at the exact same time. Hell yeah. Um, 
No, but yeah, that Michael Chandler stuff, like, we, I know we talked about it, but they talked about it right after the fight together. Like, you saw him settle the bean. And then after Dustin gets the mic, he decides to bring that up when, like, talking about the fight. Like, if you win a fight, you have no business with something like I've, that. I've, and I think he is a sore winner, dude. He is such a sore winner, which is worse. Right. It's, yeah, worse. It is, it's way worse. Like, if you, I don't know, he's a, he's a good fighter. So all he has to do is not be a dick, but he, he's a Dude, dick. He, when he went to war with Dan Hooker, and that was a close fight, I scored that fight a draw, and he's like, you're going to beat up who, Dan? As Dan's, like, sitting on the canvas, like, gave it his all, like, right. bleeding, and yeah. he's just talking shit, and I'm like, dude, come right. on. Like, usually, he, like, usually after boys, or I guess you're not, you're probably never boys, but usually when you throw hands, like, you have respect after. Well, especially if it's a, a close decision and you spend 25 minutes with them in the cage, right. like, he give him some respect. Like, Dan, like, Dan is such a sick dude. He tries like, to, I, dude, Dan said he was going to smash him, and he did, kind of. I mean, yeah. I had to fight a draw. Like, Oh, well, okay, well... Noah's number two is Bilal, so I might as well get to my number one since we're on the common subject. Dustin Poirier can go to hell. Hate him. He can oh. go to hell. He can go to hell. <laughs> He's my number one. Because of the Chandler fight, because of the Hooker fight, because of even his nice, respectful, I'm your role model persona, and then he goes and while McGregor has a broken foot, gets in his face and goes back on everything he said about McGregor. And then he punches a fan at the uh, at a parade because the fan has a "your wife is in my DM" sign. It's like he just like he's the epitome of can't. He's the epitome of sore winner, like you said. If he loses, it's excuses. Yeah. If he wins, it's yep. A, being a, just being a disrespectful jerk, basically to everybody. I loved, loved, loved watching Oliveira choke him out and beat him. And take away that again. Oh my I think God. he has zero business being in a BMF title fight at the end of the month because no. he turns down fights that aren't against the biggest names in the divisions. Super um, annoying, dude. I don't think he deserves that. I don't think he's a, B, a BMF. And frankly, his hot sauce sucks too. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just a, it's a normal hot sauce. It's a normal nope. hot sauce. No, nope. nah, it sucks. We hate it. No, we hate it. No, we hate no. it. I just can't believe, like, I can't believe no. trying to call someone out for fish hooking. Yeah. When there's 28 cameras oh, I, there, it's oh, insane. Oh, it's, it's like the craziest call out ever. Dude, like, you tried to fish hook me. Dude, watching that on TV was just, it pissed Especially, me off, okay. actually. Dude, because I love Michael and, Chandler. Like, you got fish hooked on live TV. That person oh, would be out of the like, UFC. Michael what Chandler would not be a fighter right now let's, he got caught with. Let's be real. Michael Chandler is such a likable dude, win or lose. He's always, like, dude. when he loses, yeah. when he was so respectful right. to Oliver, so respectful to Gaethje. Like, he was respectful to Poye, too, like. He's just a good guy, like just an all-around good guy yeah. who goes in there to, you know, put on entertaining um, fights. And Dustin Poirier treated him like he was scum. I'm like, dude, you beat him in a in a kind of a war. Like he almost had you out of there in the first couple it, minutes. It like, was a war. <laughs> yeah, dude. 
I have. To, I'm gonna mention Ultimate the Ultimate Fighter. You guys, I'm assuming, haven't been keeping up at all. I, lo- I, I I'm not gonna lie. I kind of lost interest when the Connor didn't enter the USADA testing pool came out because right. I'm like, this is kind of right. close at this point. But fair enough. Let's hear. A We're like, four, I think it's like four or five episodes in. Yep. It, Michael Chandler's team hasn't lost one fight. I saw that. They're six yeah. and zero. I saw it six and zero now. Yeah, and then Connor like ended up losing it. Like he's getting hate for that now, even too. But he like completely like hit Michael Chandler's right in the face, like while they're talking. <laughs> he like pushed him, like in the well, face. Right, but like completely, like it was pretty gnarly though. It definitely, like especially yeah. just for just for coaching. If they did the know, normal of the cameras, but dude is pretty crazy. If they did the normal Ultimate Fighter thing where they were actually building up to a fight that had a date and we knew when it was coming, like I'd be all about it because those are you're not gonna find two more entertaining people. Hey, bro, just, I like yeah. They need to set a date for that shit. Well, it, I mean, he still he still hasn't entered USADA, and it's uh, what is it like six months or whatever? Like you have to be in USADA. It'll never happen. They'll never fight. So like. If it's going to happen, it can't happen this year. It's wild. It sucks, but... All right, Cole, yeah. who is your number one? My one and two are inexchangeable, but my number one is Marty Fake Newsman. <laughs> Bro, Marty Newsman can literally suck one. I, like, I think he's the most cringy... You notice when he walks in the ring, he does, like, a duck like He's like... He just really stares into the camera like, I don't know, he just looks hard for some reason, but he looks, He's cringy. He looks so cringy and hurts. I have to look away. And then, of course, in the last two, where he got head kicked, head shotted, killed pretty much in his first fight against Leon. And he just, I don't know, I feel like he didn't give his respects. And then he gets, I don't know, My- a decision in the next fight. I would say dude is not I don't know he's not it for me I think he'll lose his next fight like he's just a one of the more cringy yeah. guys way more cringy than Triple C yeah. I would say no, he's cringe he's so he's so bad on the mic too it's like right. it's, oh. it's just oh, I don't know I would say I'm pretty even on the Joe Rogan podcast like he just the way he talks exactly like he's just full uh, dude I think I don't know he's he's too much for me he's like yeah I'm happy I lost the belt it's like a weight belt lifted off my shoulders it's like shut up no yeah. you're not you're yeah. not happy you lost the belt shut I would say mouth. I would say I'm pretty shitty says it's me huh? I would say I'm pretty neutral on Kamaru the one thing he does that I hate is like you talked about his like his mannerisms when he walks into the octagon when they announce his name and he go walks all the way across the r- the ring, the octagon to get in his opponent's face. <laughs> yeah. And just like, yeah, yeah dude. I just hate like, and then, then what? Then Usman or not Usman? Leon Edwards did the headshot bang to him when he did that. Walked up yeah. to him. I'm like, that's electric, Leon. <laughs> but yeah. yes, okay. I didn't see. Call. I didn't know you felt that strongly towards Kamaru Usman. I didn't either. Now I do. I'm oh, I knew, knew I hated Kamara Usman. I knew you didn't like him, but I didn't know you, you felt that strongly about him. Okay, interesting. All right, Noah, number well, that, one. Uh, yeah. Wrap us up here. Oh, recent, recent hatred. But so much hatred. So much hatred. Islam, Mahachev. Ah, I hate his guts, dude. I hate him so, so, so much. Can't stand him. He's so cocky, it hurts my head. Oh, it's so cocky. He's so cocky. He and sucks. Like, in beating Hulk actually, like, crushed my soul. I 
You go oh, such a such a bad decision, it's but just, whatever. It hurt. it hurt. Was that was that you and I both of our number one? No, it wasn't our worst. Because I know we talked. No, about it wasn't. It wasn't my worst robbery, but it's in my top, it was in our top three. I it's think. probably it's probably five for me. It was, I think it was probably five. Oh, we're all in a, all three of us are in agreement that it was a robbery. Yeah, it was brutal. But uh, Islam can suck one. Well, my thing is like, at what point? Because the grappling exchanges were they did nothing. So I'm like, that's the only beef I have with it. I'm cool with the control time, and if you can give it to a fighter for that, if they're working from it, and Islam just wasn't. So the whole fight was Volk. Like for me, I scored that fight four one to Volk. I get the three two scoring. It was more than likely three two, but like my how I would have judged it, I would have given it four one. I had forty eight forty seven Volk, but obviously I can see it too. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah. Can I just a quick but the rehydration stuff is not yes. and it's because Yeah. That's not like really regulated stuff. Like they say you can only have five hundred mils of fluid. They don't have a USADA testing agent there. Right. How easy is that to get away with? Like, you can um, have yourself in the fucking stall of a bathroom in 10 minutes. Uh, like, it's, yeah. It's, I know nurses that have worked for rehydration places as a part-time gig. They have, like, 20 bags in their closet for when they need it. It's Who's crazy. regulating that? He could have pumped himself full well, of five it, liters of fluid. Right. It's just them and, like, their training rooms isn't it yeah like there's not it's them and their coaches like fuck it's 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 bullshit they say it's only 500 mil how do you regulate 500 mils you need a usada agent there to watch the 500 mils go in they didn't have that they could have they could have literally called any nurse via hipaa doesn't matter and been like hey um it's not even that expensive it's like a couple hundred bucks a bag they could have been like i'm gonna need four liters straight to the vein yeah uh, all right. Please, there we go. Even, and then you feel better. It, it's like, somebody. They probably just had someone be like I, their trainer. I respect. Uh, just, I respect the. That's. Uh, I respect the city cheating. Team. That is absolute cheating. Yeah. You can just cut all that weight and then get back. I respect the city Thank kickboxing you. guys for doubling down on that. Volk has been a. He's been a good. He's been. He lost. He's been respectable in defeat. But like seeing Dan, like Dan Hooker doubled down on it this week. Even I love seeing that. Like he's not backing down. I love Eugene Behrman, the head coach. He went went on Ariel and was talking about it. Like that's just how they all feel. Izzy too. Um, I respect that. Um, the one simple thing I want to point out here is Noah. What is your deal with Eastern Europe? Because your top top three are all Eastern Europeans. I don't like how they carry themselves, all right? <laughs> God. Calling for the pound-for-pound pound number one after losing a fight to a person that weighed less than you is crazy. Yeah. Oh, I can't stand that guy. My big problem with Islam is... And then him also saying he could he could out-wrestle Jordan Burroughs. Yeah. That's annoying. <laughs> a big a problem I had with that is he beat Volk. Beat as in I'm putting up back, uh, you know, quotation marks. For those that can't see it, yeah. and then Volk is getting in here and fighting four months early before Islam's gonna fight again, like yeah. No, Islam, <laughs> dude, he sucks through and through. <laughs> he does. He's just not fun. But there it is. There's our top ten most disliked personal fighters from yours truly, the Glass Chain MMA podcast. 
All right. This is going to be a longer episode because we have a lot to talk about. Before We've... I was going to say that before we get into this next section, because I feel like this is going to take a while, do have to pee really quick. Okay. We will take a quick pause and be right be back. back. Here from our advertisements. Back, we... Surprise, we don't actually have any sponsors, but instead of listening to our sponsors, listen to Noah Chug a Beer live on podcast. <laughs> I was trying to like glug as hard as I could and my mic was not picking it up. I was like, damn it. Oh, I tried, right. boys. All right, we are back for this week's Tapology Time. Made by yours truly, Josh Fisher. We are not doing the top 15 this week. We're doing a top 10 because we still have a lot to get to today. But we have our top 10 consensus rated from Tapology.com UFC knockouts of all time. Okay. Interesting. I'm in on this one. So like oh, I said, yeah. bro, the amount of crap I have on this notebook just purely <laughs> off of Josh, your topology stuff is mental. <laughs> uh, I love like, it. This is, this this is, is actually wild. insane, Cole. This one like is gonna be nuts. I look so forward. No, I, feel, well, I look so forward. I, I like this one better than last week. I think we have a better idea, kind of, because oh I feel God. like we know a lot more knockouts than of the. Dude, I, you guys have no idea. Didn't our last topologies come down to the last pick on the last mm-hmm. two? Yeah, you Dude, guys... it's been close in the yeah. final three. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god! You guys have no idea how much I look forward to compiling these rankings every week. It's one of my favorite things in the world. I love it. Um, so we we're doing the top ten for those that don't know how it works. I am going. I have the top ten in front of me. I'm going to give them to Cole and Noah in a one by one, uh, just one by one, and they're gonna randomly place it, blind rank it between one and ten. And then at the end, they each get the opportunity to swap two of their answers if they want. And you will get two points for an exactly correct response. And you will get one point for being one off with the response. Boys, are we ready? All right. The first one I am going to give you is Anderson Silva's front kick over Vitor Belfort. And I think Hold on, Noah, I got a pencil in my number one. Noah, I believe it, you will get to start this week. I believe. Hold on, one sec. I'm penciling in my one and two, like I always do. Um, okay. <laughs> I am not doing that. Noah, where are you putting Anderson Silva's front kick knockout over Vitor Belfort? That was. A really good one. It was kind of the first. One of the best two front kick knockouts. It was kind of the first front kick. Hey, can I get a hint? Is there another front kick knockout on this list? No, no hints. Who the where, who the fuck do you Damn think it. you're playing with right now, Noah? Please, are you the worst <laughs> What are you doing? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go seven. I'm gonna go seven. Cole. I put him at number six. Okay. So, at least there, I do feel like we are pretty consistent until the end of it. That's like that's the first fight. My, yeah, that's my that's the first fight my dad ever went to live. Okay, he I, went and got some beers at B Dubs, and he, he everyone was ready for Anderson Silva and Vitor Belfort, and 
he said it was such a boring fight. They were feeling each other out, and then Anderson front kicked him, and it was over. Okay, when you said live there, I thought you meant that your dad was there at the stadium in person. I was like, oh, my Dude, God. Josh. I was like, oh, no, no. <laughs> he was at, like, at beat-ups. Okay. Well, I think next I am going to give the most recent of the top ten, Leon Edwards, Kamara Usman, too. God, dude, see these type of bodies. Oh, I know, but that Cole, what right. Are you I mean, mm, that's so much better. Okay, I got it. Cole, what are you thinking? Locked him in at number four. Okay, Noah. I got him penciled in at five. All right. I like it so far. All right, next we are going with, it's already been mentioned today, Dan Henderson, Michael Bisping. The H-bomb. I, there's some old heads on this list. That's that's why I'm putting Bro, that. This is way harder than what I thought. I'm putting that at number one. I'm number one. Noah has that Dan, one. Dan Henderson's logo for his brand is him dropping the H-bomb. On this thing. Mm-hmm. It's literally, his logo is him flying through the air. Cole, where are we putting it? I penciled him in at number three. I feel like it will be up there. I'm hoping. Okay. I hate penciling my number one already, so I'm trying to place it strategically here. Okay, let us go next to the knockout of the year, and I believe it was 2021, Joaquin Buckley and Impa Kasangane. I don't think there was more memes. Like, the amount of Mortal Kombat, (laughs) like, frozen memes that I saw on that kick were absolutely (laughs) mental. Do you know how nuts, like, like, one, the creativity, and two, to be able to generate that power on a kick like that? Out of a (laughs) cut, spinning back, heel to the (laughs) nose, and then he literally froze him in the air. Like, he wobbled three times before he fell. All right. Cole, oh, bro, honestly, that might be. Fuck. I'm waiting for like an Anderson or something, so that's why I don't want put number one. Am yeah. I, I'm waiting for something crazy. What's that? Where are you putting them, Cole? Technical difficulty. We're back. Cole, where did you put Joaquin Buckley and Impa, Impa Kasangane? Because I'm waiting for, like, some of the old head great knockouts, I put this at my number two. Because this was an absolute filthy knockout. One of the most meme knockouts, I think, probably ever. So, yeah, I think it cracks that for sure. Okay. Noah? Yeah. I have it at three. Okay. Next, we are going... To my personal favorite fighter of all time, you guessed it, Francis Ngannou, Alistair Overeem. Oh, the split, split lip. So, my, my top three that I penciled in before we started have already been said, so this is my two. This is two? Yep. Okay, Cole. See, bro, I'm going to be smart with this since we get our switch here. 
I'm going to put him at number eight. Okay. Oh, that's a good strat, Cole. I've, I've even thought about playing like that. All right. Let's go next. Lisa, we're like six weeks into this topology. <laughs> starting to pick up some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, we've taken, like, I've taken, the one week I took a switch, I'm pretty sure I lost. Yeah. Okay, you guys, <laughs> you guys are both, Um, I know you guys are both medical field people. What is it called again when the people get stiff as a board, like their arms are up, everything? What is the term for that? I mean, when you're dead, it's called rigor mortis. Okay, well, that's like well, when well, people aren't dead. I was gonna like, say people aren't dead dying. for like a couple hours. <laughs> but I was gonna go to one of the first knockouts that I saw that included that. He's still alive, not dead. Otherwise, I would not include him out of respect. This is Edson Barbosa's wheel kick over Terry Edom. Ooh, oh, bro. Edson is like an all-time favorite. For everybody. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Is it, is it me? Um, I believe it's Cole. No, I put Francis at eight. Okay. Yeah, cause, and then you, yeah, you were second last time, so you start this one. So where are you putting Barbosa, Cole? Trying to think. Did Noah put Francis? There's not a lot that's Noah, better than that, though. Noah put Francis at two. I'm going to... Okay, you know, I'm, I'm going to play Cole Strat. I'm going to put that at six. Okay. Cole. <laughs> Cole, where are you putting it? I'm putting this at my number one, dude. Okay. I think uh, next. That is a sexy knockout. That is a sexy knockout. That next. thing is so clean. Right, oh, bro, and just, yeah, it literally looked like he might have been dead. Okay. I am going to be completely honest with you guys right now. There are. Two points between the two of you accumulated so far. <laughs> oh, no, wait, wait. That's sketchy, though, because if we switch, we might F ourselves. I'm not going to say who has it, who has one. If it's 1-1, one, one, if it's 2-0, I'm not going to say anything. Oh, of that. okay. I thought you meant it was 2-2. Two, two. No, no. I'm saying between the two of you, there are two total points. All right, Lisa, this is our worst <laughs> performance. So far. That's cap. My knockouts are my list is sound. All right, next we are going with the fastest championship knockout of all time: Conor McGregor and Jose Aldo. Oh, fucking a, dude. This list is. <laughs> I, I guess I'm making this on pure knockout, like pure what I thought was the sickest. You know, I don't care who goes first. You just give me your when you know your number, you give it to me. I'm putting it at number five. Okay. I'm putting it at number eight. Okay. <clears throat> Next, we are going to go with the only woman's fight on here. Holly Holmes head kick on Ronda Rousey. Dude, no. Oh, God damn it. I forgot about this. <laughs> I'm forgetting about all these. <laughs> There's, if this is in the top six, that's it was a it was a head kick to TKO finish. Come on. That shouldn't even be on this list. Yeah, but that was the end of the Ronda Rousey reign, bro. Like, I bet that is top five. Uh, I don't have any top Okay, well, if this was more ranked on, like, influential knockouts, I would have I would have ranked it differently. I know, loser. I don't like the way we started ranking these at all. All right, where are we putting Rousey home? I will put them at number nine. Okay, Noah. I'm gonna, I'll, I'm gonna tell you, Cole. I'm nice. gonna tell you. Suck it. 
Well, I, I don't think it's it's not a knockout. It's not a knockout. I would put it at ten, but there might be some other bullshit on the So we have, gonna put it at seven. We got two left. Noah has number four and ten available, and Cole has number seven and ten available. So the next at, the next knockout I'm going with, he fights this weekend, Yair Rodriguez and the Korean zombie. Bro, that is it that elbow, right? Yep, the back elbow. Obviously. Which is absolutely disgusting. Oh, that's so absurd. Lizar, I went first, last two, go. I'm, I already yeah. bounced some win, though. I'm putting it at a four. I got it in at number seven. All right. So, fun fact, you guys both have fulfilling your number 10, the fastest knockout in UFC history, Jorge Masvidal and Ben Askren. Ben Askren. I feel like it's, like it's going to be higher than that. <laughs> so now you both get the opportunity to do one flip-flop. Ah, uh, boy. I'm... Ah, uh, okay. All right. Josh. Yeah. I'm going to do Francis and Overeem at my number eight, changing with uh, Joaquin Buckley's knockout. And where do you have at that? At my number two spot. Okay. Gotcha. So I'm switching my two and eight. Gotcha. No, are you making oh, a change? Oh, I want to make... Yeah. Oh. Uh... Oh, I want to switch my 10 for my 1, but my 1 is my personal favorite 1. Lizer, you know when you usually follow your heart in our underdog bets, you lose, so maybe you should do it. I should switch? I mean... You think I should go... You think I should go... Hey, I'm not helping you. You're inside. I'm against you. What, do you. what would you do? What, what do you think is more likely chance of being 1? Dan versus Bisping or uh, Jorge versus Askren? Because Askren and Jorge have the fucking, like, all that hype shit. I'm not, I'm straight up not telling you what I think, but I know what I think. Tell me what you think, and if it agrees with me, I'll do it. If it doesn't, I'll keep I on. I think that Askren and Mazda have a better chance of being one. All right, I'm switching them. I'm switching them. <laughs> it sucks because the Bisping Dan is my favorite knockout of all. All right. Okay, let's do it. Let's get a winner. If that's one call, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm going to kick your ass. Oh, I will switch to two. Oh, I'm so stressed. Let's let's get our number 10. Number 10. The correct answer is Leon Edwards, Kamara Usman. Oh, that sucks. That is zero points. The number nine is Ronda Rousey, Holly Holm. That's two points for each. Oh, JV! Oh, we both nailed that! <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> the number That's eight. Oh, the number eight is Yair Rodriguez, <laughs> Korean Zombie. Zero. Ooh, hey, yo, take that. Wait. Yo, take that shit. Why would you take that, Cole? You had them at two. 
Yeah, I had Yair and Korean Zombie at seven. Yes, you did. Yeah, you did. Yep. Yeah, you did. <laughs> no! Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah, that's a point. What was the guy? Yep. So I apologize. That was that was on the game master. Um, number. <laughs> okay, so that was number eight. Number seven is Joaquin Buckley and Impa Kasangane. Another one point for Cole. What a fucking switch! What a switch! <laughs> what a switch! Oh no! Number six, Francis Ngannou and Alistair Overeem. Oh fuck you! Are you not? You're just not reading out. You're just counting me out, Josh. Just, <laughs> just I'm I'm reading what was given. Okay. Number five. Is Dan Henderson and Michael Bisping? Wait, are you keep are you keeping score for both of us? Because I'm not at all. Oh, I am keeping score. Number five is Dan Henderson, Michael Bisping. Okay, huge, huge. I would have gotten a point if it was that one, anyways. Big switch. I'm still in it. I'm still in it. Yeah, that is a good switch for you, Noah. Number four. Can you get an update on scores? Can we get an update on scores? Scores are currently Cole with four, Noah with two. Number four okay. is another point for Cole, Conor McGregor, Jose Aldo. Dang. Dang. No. Number, number three is a point for neither. That is Anderson Silva and Vitor Belfort. Ah, uh, really? And then that was the first one you gave us. I had that seven, dude. Number two is another. Point for Cole. It's Edson Barbosa and Terry Edom. Oh, yeah, no. game, baby. But I got the one, too. Noah that was a good did, switch. Noah, no, was. Noah did get the one. It is Jorge Masvidal, Ben Askren. No, or Cole oh. takes it with a score of 6-4. to four. Damn. I would have gotten washed if I didn't switch that. Wow. Cool, you were, oh, yeah, hey, that was a very good cool, switch. You're low-key insane at these topology rankings. Your record is yeah. great. Dude, way yeah. better than like, the top of the head okay, stuff. I have, I, when you say it, I can actually think about it. Yeah. Like Top of the head, brutal. I have, I'm way too fucked yeah. up to think about that. <laughs> I That's have stuff. 11 to 15 written down as well. I just want to give them to you so you can hear them. So number fifteen is Michael Chandler, Tony Ferguson. Sad. Great one. Sad. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> I mean that front kick sent him straight to heaven. Like <laughs> the chin getting cracked. Like he hit his chin and then his chin went to the ground. Chase, talk to yeah, us. Yeah, Chase is our guest guest picker we're for the week. Chase, we're cleaning up or we're finishing up. So number fourteen is the comeback of all comebacks. Check con- check Congo versus Pat Barry when Congo got knocked out twelve times and then knocked him out. <laughs> Bro, that yeah, was that, that was wild. That was absolutely from a actually not even from a movie because if you made that in a movie they would like that be unrealistic. Yeah. yeah. But it actually happened. Yeah. Like, th- it, it was absolutely ridiculous. Number 13. Dude, that was absolutely insane. Number 13 was Rampage Jackson's slam knockout over Arona in Pride. Oh, that should have been on that top 10. It should have been. Sure. Oh, 100%. It wasn't, to be honest. Because then he followed up with Ground like, and Pound. Yeah. That would have put any of us into a grave. Um, 
number 12. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'd be dead if he did that yeah. to me. Yeah. Sure, I'd be gonzo. Oh, yeah. Uh, number 12 was another front kick, Lyoto Machida over Randy Couture. Ah, that's, that's my question. That's what I was trying to dig, Josh. That's what I was trying to dig. And then number 11 was Gabriel was Gonzaga over Mirko Krokop with the head kick from hell. I forgot about that when he mur- when he Mirko Krokop to Mirko Krokop. Mm-hmm. All right. We have our most publicized, most appreciated, most highly reviewed guest joining us for our uh, picks for the week again. You know, he was our most listened to episode once once ago. Um, He is back, the MMA expert himself. We have Chase Danger Zone, Chase Longer, our good buddy. Um, Who knows what he's drinking? Probably Bud Light. We'll see. But he is here to make some picks with us. (laughs) Chase, how are we doing? Uh, I don't like the slander off the start with the fuck like comment. <laughs> it's okay. We've learned oh, a lot. Chase, we've learned a lot this this episode. Noah hates Eastern Europeans. Um, it's basically just been Noah. Noah's... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm just getting roasted this episode, man. <laughs> All right, Chase, as yeah. you know, as we're sure... It is the biggest. It is International Fight Week. The biggest fight card of the year is this Saturday. We are here to make our picks, yeah. our main card picks. We're even gonna pick a prelim because it's that big of a card. We have our. We're gonna get our underdog picks, which, by the way, we are hot at. If you haven't been tuning in, Chase, just so you know, we are hot, steaming hot. We took last week off, right. but we're on like a, we're on. I a strike. left, and everybody was hot at. Yeah, Leaser stopped Sweet. picking. Me and Cole started winning money. Weird how that happens, but we're back. We're gonna make a parlay for the ages today. <laughs> um, but here we are, Chase. Do you? First of all, thank you for joining us again. Second of all, are you ready to win some money this weekend? I, you know, I just get too used to winning money every weekend that it's just kind of become part of my normal schedule. So, yeah, of course, I'm ready to win some money. I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's go, baby. Hopefully, Chase may be also watching the fights with us this weekend. So, we might get a special appearance on the Glass Chen MMA podcast TikTok, which has thousands of views, by the way, with Chase Longer's face on it. Um, But here we go. Cole, are we ready? Okay, we got to buy some time. Looks like Noah had to go get another drink. Um, let's start with the early, let's start with the early prelims. How about that? Chase, I know that you don't like to waste your time on early prelims, so you can feel free to chirp in if you want. Otherwise, Cole, Noah, and I will talk about these prospects. Um, I know you only only care about the money makers. It's okay. Um, Cole, Noah, do you, Cole, Noah, do you have the cards opened up? Yep. So the first two fights, I'm not going to lie, I don't care about. I don't know any of those four people, and maybe that says something about us as a podcast. But I think it says some. I think it says more about them as fighters. We don't know who they are, so we're gonna ignore them. Cameron Simon, stud. What do we think? What are you looking at? I'm looking at the fight card for this weekend, Noah. Early prelim. I'm you. I don't see Cameron Simon. He is fighting Terrence Mitchell in a bantamweight bout. 
Noah, you were about 10 seconds from losing your place on this podcast to Chase. No, I got it. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I was on, I was on like the main Google page. I watched. See, he's not on the main Google page. If anybody else is wondering, go to the UFC website. Click on that one. Well, because, yeah, they fight for the UFC. So that'd be the best way to get accurate information. That's fair. <laughs> we are going to skip the Kamoyla. Josh, Kamoyla. give me the guy that you don't want. Okay, we're going to skip the Kamoyla Kirk, Esteban, Rebovich fight. We're going to skip the Shannon Ross, Jesus, Aguilar fight. They could be great fights. I hope they are. I really do. I just don't know much about any of them. Um, but I am a Cameron Simon believer. I think he is a very good fighter at bantamweight. I th- I'm excited to watch him. Josh and I very much agree. I think that dude is a stud. We talked hey. about guys being good kind of everywhere. I mean, he has some shit to work on, obviously, but I think he, I don't know, he's hes a dude for sure. Dude, what's up with South Africa? They're on the come up. They have two fighters in the UFC. When's the last time you heard of one? That's fair. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. Cameron Simon is good, though. Cameron Simon is... I think he has potential. I don't know much about Terrence Mitchell. Do either of you know much about him? I really don't, dude. I am... Next Fight is one of my favorite prospects. Not because I think he's a future champ or anything. He is undefeated, but because this guy is chiseled from granite and he puts people in comas. Vitor Petrino is fighting Marcin Procnio, which is actually... Marcin. Marcin. I'm sorry, Cole. I didn't know you were Polish, but um, I think it's a very... Enter- <laughs> I think it's a very entertaining fight. I think it's going to be awesome, and I think Petrino's going to put him in a body bag. Petrino's last fight against Turkali. I remember us talking about that as well. The Swedish Petrino, fight. Okay. Petrino's 11 fights, 11 finishes. Am I wrong? Petrino? Yeah. Petrino is 8-0 with 6 finishes. But... Or like his last... He has a weird stat. He has like 11 finishes and 11 first round not... So they're like 11 first round finishes. Like he's like a hot starter. Noah, he only has 8 fights. Marcin Pacino? Vitor Petrino. Oh, Vitor Pacino. I thought you were talking about Martin Pacino. Dude, I'm off I'm off the shit. No right one. Now. Dana is never gonna sign us if we keep pulling this bullshit. Who the heck is Vitor Pacino? <laughs> he's a stud, trust me. Oh, the guy he's fighting. Marcin Procnio is who he's fighting. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Marcin oh, Procnio okay, is okay. like Gotcha, like gotcha. Crazy first round finish. No, you're good. You're good. Dana, we're ready. Um, but yeah, that, no, you're right. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure he has 11 first round finishes and all 11 finishes. You are correct, Dana. Dana, listen to us, please. Please. Um, <laughs> Dana, sign us, please. <laughs> but yeah, v- but Vitor Pacino, I'm really excited to watch. Noah, you did mention this guy on our biggest uh, prospect, our prospect episode, and you said we're t- we were talking about our. You know, our favorite prospects, people that have a chance. Tatsuro Taira, the Japanese uh, protege or prospect, whatever you want to call him. But he's very, very good. Undefeated, 13-0. Very good. Incredible. Good everywhere. He is. He's, I don't know any. I'm he's not got gonna, hands, dude. I don't he's know, got hands. I don't know anything about Edgar Chires that he's fighting. I, this is a short-notice opponent. I do know that. 
but I don't. Uh, yeah. Tatsuru is a, a stud, and it says catch weight. I'm assuming it's probably like one thirty, <laughs> but um, yeah, Tatsuru. Yeah. Tatsuru is fun. If you can bet on this fight, and like if you're in a state that like allows you to just flat bet, uh, throw whatever you want on Tatsuro Tyra, it's gonna be not even close. He's he's a beast. Yeah, he could be like a future champ. He's that good. Yeah, he's about as guaranteed for a future champ and guaranteed for a win as Ismael Bonfim is. Um, so, well, uh, yeah, that's not even close. <laughs> this guy's way more talented. What do you say, Cole? Tatsuro Tyra or Ismail Bonfim? Who, who is Noah more confident? Bro, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to just backpack on no. Bonfim here. I mean, oh my god, oh my god. oh my god, this kid, you set him up, you set him up, <laughs> you knew he was not paying attention, you absolutely set him up, dude. I was, I mean, fair enough, whatever, I'm trying to download PGA 2K right now. Fair, fair enough, he uh, goes. <laughs> nah, Josh, I'm pretty sure the VOD theme I said that was going to be champ That's was annoying. both of them. Yeah. But I said the younger one had a better chance. Yeah, okay. Tatsuro Tyra is actually a stud. No, he He's is. He is. He actually is. I, I'm i in your corner on that one. Okay, prelims. We have the rematch of the last fight, Alonzo Menafield, Jimmy Crute. I'm going to give you guys a little flashback in case you don't remember this fight from earlier this year. Alonzo, Alonzo Menafield was dominating this. I was the also the only person on this podcast to pick Alonzo Menafield. You two picked Jimmy Crute. Menafield, the only reason it was a draw is because Jimmy Crew got a bullshit point taken away from Menafield. For, I can't remember what yep. it was. I still think Alonzo Menafield wins. I, I think it was a cage grab. It might have been. I think it was. I think it was because I definitely, I definitely bitched about it on this podcast. Oh, no, yeah, I agree. Uh, Alonzo Menafield beat his ass. Yeah. It's, uh... I mean, Jimmy did win round three, honest and true. Yeah, no, I I remember that. I just remember being upset about the point taken. That was on a fight night. I don't know anything about Yasmin Yarigwe and Denise Gomez, so we'll skip them. Me neither. Unless you guys are passionate about that. We lost Cole. Cole, are you here? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, your camera. Okay. Um, We got Noah's, one of Noah's favorite fighters next. Jack Della, mm-hmm. Ma- Jack Della Maddalena. I also like Jack Della Maddalena. I think Cole does too. It's just that it sucks that it's Sean Brady had to pull out, so he's fighting this newcomer. So yeah, it, that's that part sucks. I think we are all in agreement. I would assume that Jack Della Maddalena is going to get an early finish because he's really good. He's really good. He's he's was, so he's so good. I was so... I was excited to watch him against such a. You know, like such a good grappler, like Sean Brady. Sean Brady yeah. can grapple. Like it was, it would have been a good test. It would have sure. been. So that sucks, but I don't know anything about Josiah Harrell. I know it's his UFC he debut. Sucks. Okay. He sucks. All right. So, yeah, he's bad, I guess. So put your money on Jack Dell and Madeline. He hasn't fought in the UFC, and like his amateur like fights are against people that have like a lot of losses on their record. Like not right. that good. Okay, we are here. So normally we only make our picks for the main card. Today we are also adding in the prelim headliner, Robbie Lawler and Nico Price. Because Robbie Lawler is a legend, one of my favorite fighters of all time, deserves to be on the main card over Bo Nickel and whoever the fuck Val Woodburn is. Sorry for my language. Absolutely he does. But, Absolutely. Um, so that is, yeah, I got, but we're going to, 
make our picks for all of them. Robbie Lawler, like I said, former champ, put on I arguably the best UFC fight of all time. Go watch it if you didn't get a chance against Roy McDonald, their second fight. He's fighting Nico Price, who is also a swing and banger. They liked, he likes to brawl. It's going to be a fun one. Cole, let's start with you. What are you thinking between Lawler and Price? Price will win. Okay. I also, as much as I love Robbie Lawler, I also took Nico Price. You guys are haters. Noah? Yeah, I'm rooting for Robbie Lawler. I'm going with... Someone needs to get put into retirement with a big win, and it's going to be Robbie. I hope so. I mean, Noah, we've always talked to you about voting with your... or picking with your head and not your heart. You still haven't learned... Yeah, well, take it or leave it. This is who I am. (laughs) Chase, our UFC extraordinaire here, who do you think? Robbie Lawler, Nico Price. What's your pick, buddy? I, I go big off numbers, I, and I love looking at odds as well. I'm going Nico Price. For Come those numbers, straights. I mean, yeah. they're pretty similar. I, I'd say that, but I just looking at it as close as I can. Yeah, yeah, for, Nico for, Price. For those that weren't here for Chase's first appearance on the podcast, he was very successful with his picks. Actually, um, very successful. Yeah. Um, so we are very happy that he is here to we, help educate Noah as well again. Um, do we, do we have that record on hand or, or do we, I do not on hand, but I do remember what episode it was. I believe you went four for five. Yeah. I think you beat all of us. Yeah. You probably beat all of us. Um, <laughs> so the, the reason I'm, uh, I wanted us to vote for or pick Lawler prices. Cause I wouldn't be surprised if that moves to the main card over Bo Nichols fight by Saturday. I wouldn't be surprised just because Bo mm. Nichols has this last minute replacement. He's fighting Val Woodburn, who is seven and Oh, he is a training partner of Chris Curtis. I know because Chris Curtis tweeted about it. I don't know much about him. I do know Bo Nickel is the biggest favorite in UFC history. At minus twenty five. Minus thirteen hundred. No, it says minus thirteen hundred on here. On most sports books, he's actually minus twenty five hundred. Um, yeah. I don't know. I've want. I want. I've seen a few highlights of Val Woodburn. I know he's a short. He's. I mean, he's built. Very built. I saw. I mean, if you watch the face off today, um, he's shorter, stockier though. But I think. I mean, it's short. No, it's hard. It's. There's not a good. It's just a tough spot to be put in for him. He might be good, but this is just a shitty spot for him to be put in on a week, less yeah. than under a week's notice against a wrestler like Bo Nickel. So I'm going to obviously take Bo. Uh, yeah, I'm not giving Val Wood a chance. And I don't – yeah, I'm, it's <laughs> going to be a first-round finish probably within the first 45 seconds. Cole, Chase, what are we thinking, guys? I think this is an obvious bow nickel decision for me. And I, uh, speaking of like the underdog picks, I'm just going to use that 10 and a half strikes. I, I'm just telling you right now, I will never bet on a bow nickel significant strike bet ever again because As when he was at it. seven and a half, seven and a half the last time I picked, <laughs> I picked the over on seven and a half. <laughs> And he finished, I don't even, I, I think, think it was like three. one. He finished with three, I thought. Whatever the fuck. 
So I'm, I don't know. I'm staying away from that, but I don't know if you guys are messing with it. But I think Bo Nickel for sure. Dude's just gonna wrestle. Fuck him. Yeah. Oh, it's not gonna matter because like his squeeze is so good. His wrestling's so good. He can get him out of there. He could rear naked him. He could guillotine him. He could darse him. He could head an arm choke. It's just wrapped. Yeah. It doesn't no. matter. Bo Nickel. Yeah. Chase, what are you thinking, buddy? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't need, think I need to add anything here. I'm going bone nickel. It's, yeah. <laughs> you got to know. Yeah, he's a stud. He's a stud. He is. I don't like the way he's he talking. Is. I don't, I think he's, I think him t- saying he can beat Hamzat and Izzy and all that right now is outrageous, but I think he's insane right now and is not going to be stopped on his way to the top. Um, I think he would sit on Hamzat and absolutely smother him and choke him out. I think Hamzat Chemaev would finish bone nickel in sub two minutes. And I think it's That's wild. The, I think it is wild thing. that you disagree with me on that. Um, uh, Cole, Bo Nickel's wrestling is so much better. Cool. If Hamza Jamayev and Bo Nickel fought right now, who would win? Who? Hamzad and Bo Nickel. Oh. Uh, why is this a dude, Why do you have I to think? I think Haz, Hamza would win that fight right now. <laughs> yeah, right now. You got to keep him on the feet. It's not, I feel like, okay, we're not going to get into that. Hamzat's now. a really good wrestler, and he's a way better striker. Dude, Bo Nickel literally fell on his ass trying to throw a head kick. <laughs> that was hilarious. All right. Okay, this is a fight I'm super excited for. Jalen Turner and Dan Hooker. There's no way this guy's going to Yeah, this isn't going to the ground. These two people are going to strike. They're going until someone goes to sleep. And I am a very big Jalen Turner believer. I thought he arguably beat Mateus Gamrot. Arguably, um, he had he definitely had an argument. But I think Jalen Turner is awesome. He's a six three one fifty fiver. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking Jalen Turner. Yeah. Jalen Turner by TKO. Dude, I'm sorry. Give me Dan Hooker. Okay. You know, my my records, my, my records are already in the trash. I'm still betting with my heart. Give me Dan. Come back, Dan, yeah. baby. Let's go. All right. Let's go, Cole. Chase. See, this, is a, uh, this is the thing. You boys got more heart into it than I do. I, I just strictly go numbers here, and I'm looking at it. I, I'm I'm taking Turner. I, I yeah. just Okay. Landed so from too. Surprised you with Jalen. See, Chase. Chase, you would like watching Jalen. You would like watching both these guys because they swing and bang. And I hope you're able to watch these fights with us on Saturday because then me and you. Chase is coming on Saturday. Yeah, because then me and you have rooting interest against Noah and Cole, and that'd be fun. Um, Yeah. All right. We next up we got Noah's favorite fighter in the world, the Reaper Robert Whitaker, against who I have made a claim of that I think is one of the most overrated, terrible, not good fighters that has ever cracked the top five in his life. This dude sucks. Dreykus Duplessis does not deserve to be anywhere near the top five. Give me Robert Whitaker by finish. Duplessis is going to gas out. He's going to get caught in round two or three, and he's done. Gosh. Okay. Since you say that, can I just say my underdog pick right now? If you want to. I am going to just – I'm sending it. I have Robert Whitaker winning this fight. And I'm my lock for this week is the over 0.5 finishes for Robert Whitaker. I, I do also agree. Like, he's going to prove something too this week. I think he's going to get a knockout or TKO against 
Uh, Robert Duplessis for sure. Dracus Duplessis. Cole. Dracus. Cole, I I could not I could not agree more. I I. Robert Whitaker by whatever he wants. Yeah. He's he's better everywhere. He's better literally everywhere. Better gas tank, faster, probably hits harder. He's better on his feet, better on the ground. It does not matter. It's He's better every single spot. It's I'm going to make a prediction here. I think Robert Whitaker is going to catch him with his, his combination. I think he's going to knock oh, him off that head kick. Yeah. That's what I think is going to happen. Duplessis is going to gas. He's not going to be able to get that arm up to block that head kick, and he's done. That's my prediction. But, yeah. uh, Chase, what are you thinking? I'm going against Pod. I'll take a dry kiss to please. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Chase, I don't know if you know this, but we yeah, were talking. We talked. I don't know if you know this, but we talked about our most hated fighters in the UFC before you got on here. Dreykus Duplessis was an honorable mention of mine. Can't stand that guy. He's an he's an, he's an asshole. I, I, I again, I'm just looking at stats now. I see, I do see the average fight time. If Drake is past nine nine and a half minutes, he's probably gonna be gassed. Is what is what it looks like. If Drake is past the first uh, round, he's gonna gas out. But but the landed significant strikes per minute and significant strikes total absorbed per minute. The the defense is better. I I, I don't know if he can make if he can get out there, take it on quick. What's what does he need the tank for? Well, he needs the tank because he's that's because he, he hasn't that's had to, he's been fighting cans. He hasn't been fighting Israel Adesanya, Yoel Romero, Marvin Vittori, Jared Cannonier, like Robert. Yeah. This, this is a fight where stats are tough because Robert Whitaker is like. He's fought the everybody. Tip of the spear. I would say Robert Whitaker yeah, is the he's third. Fought everybody. Whitaker is the. Is it wrong to say he's the third best middleweight ever? No, not at all. Not at all. Cole, what do you think? Mm-mm. He is. I think a hundred percent. Who are you putting ahead of him? Without, I mean, the only guy you put ahead of him is Izzy. Like without Izzy there, I think Whitaker well, absolutely. Izzy, runs well, better. you put Anderson above him too. Yeah, Izzy and Anderson. Oh, yeah, yeah, all time. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. All time for yeah. sure. Yeah, all time. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. Um, but, yeah, I think. I, that's crazy. If Izzy, if Izzy never came to the UFC, Whitaker would be the champ no, be, for, no, for uh, eight years uh, now? Yeah. That is. Because, dude, he Udex everybody. All right. Like, dude, him versus Vittori. Oh, my beat that. I'm thinking if there's a 3v3 three three, three against one on this, we need to have a little side bet action on this one, then. Okay, uh, we'll make a side yeah. bet. I think, uh, Chase, if you make it to the viewing party on Saturday, I think a side bet is definitely in order. Um, I okay. think a money side bet as well as possibly a shot side bet could be a very good option. Fair I'm enough. In. All right. I'm in. I'm in. I love it. Okay, I think I do think this Coleman is going to be the most controversial pick of the night. As in the most discussed, uh, most discussed. I don't think it's gonna be that controversial. Not controversial, oh, but I think bro. I should say most discussed. Like I feel like this, the other ones what? have been like, I... I don't know. But Brandon Moreno so... is facing an Alexander Pantoja. Brandon Moreno, the flyweight champion, is fighting Alexander Pantoja, who he lost to on the Ultimate Fighter, which that doesn't count against you know professional record because it's an amateur fight. And then in their second fight, he got. Uh, I believe it was a rear naked choke. You can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not sure. But he did lose. Um, but now, that's that was obviously, I can't remember how many years ago. So Brandon Moreno is obviously a lot better now. He is fighting Alexander Pantoja as a minus 195 favorite. Pantoja is a plus 165 underdog. 
and I might as well lead us because I've talked about this multiple times on this podcast. Sticking with my guns, I think Pantoja gets it done a third time. Bro, and I, I'm so, Josh, we've talked about this, the loser of our, we're redrafting after, we're redrafting, right, for our next podcast, I believe, mm-hmm. is what we talked about. The loser of this has to buy a decent bottle of whiskey, at least. If Brandon Moreno, one of my favorite fighters, wins, I have to buy. If he loses, loser buys. Cole, pick, Cole, pick with your head, not your heart. I'm picking Brandon. Brandon Moreno is going to win this fight, but I'm hot, dude. Just for betting-wise, I'm cheering for Pantoja, dude. Okay. I Brandon Moreno is going to absolutely shock the world by losing to somebody twice and then coming back in the third fight and absolutely making them look like a child. Is that shocking the Getting world? Getting a first-round finish, that's not close. Pantoja is a better grappler. He's a better wrestler. Moreno's just... He's not anymore. He's not anymore. Did you watch Pantoja's... Are you kidding me? Did you watch his last fight? Was that the one against Manel Cobb? No, his last fight was against Alexander Perez when he choked him out on a neck crank in a minute and a half. Yeah, I don't think he's a better grappler right now. Alright, well, we'll find out. We'll find out. And I like Cole. Maybe maybe jujitsu, not grappling. Cole, I like what you said about uh, making sure it's a drink. It's a drinkable bottle of whiskey, so we're not just buying a bottle of Windsor to choke down the three of us. It's got to be something we can sip on. I like that. All right. So I mean, no, yeah, I don't. No one, yeah. no one's got. I think I think Moreno right now is better everywhere. I think he's okay. better everywhere. Uh, I'm not. Pantoja lost to. Uh, I mean, you lost to Figgy. He lost to Figgy, and it was actually a pretty good But, I mean, Brandon Moreno has shown that he is just leagues in front of Figgy. Brandon got the finish. Brandon arguably won every single fight. You could argue. You could argue he won every single one. I just think MMA math is a stupid argument. I don't think MMA math works. It is. It is. Just, it does. It doesn't work. But I think it's actually going to be easy. Okay. I don't think it's going to be close. I, I mean, think it's going to be is, a beat down. No, I'm not going to lie. That's the fight I've been so excited to watch with you for so long. I'm really excited. Yeah. Because one of us is going to be th- right. One of one of us is going to be right. I know one of us is going to talk a lot of shit as they should. If Pantoja loses, I want you to just crucify me. If Moreno wins, I'm going to come at you too. Like that's what I want to happen. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, okay. Chase, I'm excited too. Chase, what do you think? I, I literally everything Leisure said. I'm going Moreno. Moreno is a dog. That. Moreno is a dog. I have, I do really like Brandon Moreno. Chase, good pick, baby. That's what I like to hear. All right. Yes, sir. Okay, let's get to the main event. Volkanovski. Yair Rodriguez. This is fun. And I'm going to tell you right now that there is something that has changed my mind in the last week. I have watched past Volkanovski fights. Volkanovski does the Kamar Usman when he when people head kick, go for head kicks. He ducks into it and blocks it with his arm. He ducks into it, ducks into it, ducks into it. Yair Rodriguez is the last person you want to duck into a head kick against. I am going very out there right now. I am predicting Yair Rodriguez. And not only am I predicting Yair Rodriguez, I am predicting a head kick 
KO TKO. That's not that's not a bad read, Josh, because he ducked into the Max Holloway left, yeah. left kick that knocked him down, and that only clipped him. That only clipped the top of his head. Mm. It didn't even like connect flush. It just clipped him, and that sat him down. I don't. Um, know. I think. Yeah, Vol- it doesn't it I doesn't think- matter. Give me Volkanovski fifty forty five. I think Volk is infinitely times better and more talented that year than that year. Not that Yair is bad. Volk is just that good. Um, I just think. This is a bad matchup for him, is my perception. So, uh, Cole, Chase, what are we thinking? Chase, go for it. <laughs> well, again, I hate to be a record on repeat here. Looking at the numbers, I'm taking Volkanovski again because everything I see, if this stays up on the feet, which it is going to, mm-hmm. he's got more landed per minute, more significant strikes, more absorb, more defense. And even if it goes on the ground grappling he's got him beat i i yeah i don't know i 25 and 2 that's a no <laughs> Volkan- a hard to go against Volkan- Volkan- insane he's insane he's yeah. so uh, good <laughs> i would I, I would i don't know i I'm, i that's what i'm going with i don't no. know if i can i can't talk myself into rodriguez you don't need to no, talk yourself that, into it that's a great take chase yeah, that's a great take volk is that good i'm the one putting myself out on a limb here taking yair like that's uh it's a that's a wild prediction, and I am well aware. I'm just trying to get one right. Um, Cole, what do you think? I do have Volkanovski. Dude's pound for pound best in the world. Well, fuck. I agree. Jones is there. I mean, he, right now he's pound for pound best in the world. I can't bet against him. Volk's nasty. How do you think? I he love him too. How do you think? He's he, such a likable guy. Oh, he is. I love Volk. How do you think he gets it done though? Ah, uh, dude, I honestly don't think there's going to be a finish. I think it's going to be a decision, but I I think it's going to be close, man. I don't think it's a U-deck. I think it'll be split. There's going to be oh. that weird judge that has, has it one way, but I, I bet to, it's split. I need to look this up. Has Yair ever been finished? I don't recall a time. I know he hasn't the in the UFC. Is- he hasn't in the UFC, but... I'm just wondering because the Vol- I mean Volk's only been finished. He got I finished mean, once when he was. I don't know. Like he got finished at him and Max were him. Him and Max are so similar on the feet, and they it was such a close fight. I mean, obviously Max won and he did win, but that last performance that Volk put on against Max, who beat Yair, was a masterclass. Yeah. yeah. He, 50-45. Yeah, okay. I so, just don't see Yair being able to touch him. So Yair has been finished twice. He had a doctor stoppage TKO against Frankie Edgar, actually, which I did not recall. And then he had a, not, he had a knockout yeah. loss in 2012, which was 11 years ago. But that's yeah. not, but I, I could do it. I mean, a doctor stoppage against Volk. They almost called it against Max their last fight because Volk split him open with that just, left hand. I mean, he also beat up. He also made Korean Zombie look like ground beef. So, I I'm, tr- I'm going I just, on a limb. Man, I I love them both. I do. I'm a if big someone's fan. Someone's gonna brand it. Josh, I'll give this to you though. If someone's gonna like catch Volk with something, it's Yair for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. If someone's gonna do some crazy shit and smoke uh, Volk, it's gonna be Yair. Chase, I would encourage you. I'm not saying this to try to convince you Volk's going to lose. I just want you to go, just for your own personal enjoyment, go watch some Yair Rodriguez highlights. He is the craziest MF-er in the the featherweight division. The shit he throws doesn't make sense. (laughs) 
perfect. I'll, I'll have to look him up, then I'll pay no, attention to it. He's fun. He's fun. For Saturday. No, he's fun. He's really fun. And, like, they're both, but they're both super likable. So both super good people, good dudes and everything. All right, let's make our picks. Underdog picks. Yeah, let's do it. Who was I it? did I got mine last Robert Whitaker over finishes. I think he's going to finish. Drakus Duplessis. Sorry, Josh, but earlier I was stuck on the Robert train, so. Yeah, yeah, you think Robert's going to finish Duplessis? Got it, got it. I'm going to give mine. I'm going to the Rivals section of Underdog, and they have Volkanovski Ayer. They have Volkanovski outstriking Yair by 21 and a half strikes. I am taking Yair's plus 21 and a half. Wait. Well, uh, he's going to have over 22 strikes more, or he's going to have 22 more six strikes than Volk? No, they have Volk having 22 or more than Rodriguez. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. Josh, if that doesn't... If, if, if Yair doesn't knock him out, Bulk's going to have 40 more. You think, Noah? Yeah, Bulk puts out a clinic. Bulk does, dude. and he Because, dude, Bulk is what? Isn't he at 100 and, what, like 37 significant strikes? That's a shitload. That's where I'm going. I have a backup. Do you, right. want me to, do you want me to go to my backup? If you want me to go to my backup, oh well. Noah, Cole, you tell me. Do you want me to go to my backup? I I love I like to hear the back. My backup was also a rivals. They have the Alonzo Menafield Jimmy Crute fight at set at where Jimmy Crute would need. He's plus four and a half. I think Alonzo Menafield is going to severely outstrike Jimmy Crute. Plus four and a half for what? So that would that means Jimmy Crute is projected. He gets a four and a half buffer to have a significant strike output. Over Alonzo Menafield. So he starts with four and a half strikes. Alonzo Menafield starts at zero. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a good bet. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that better than the 21 and a half. All right, I'll take Alonzo Menafield then. I got Alonzo, Mena, Alonzo Menafield and his rivals. Volk in the air goes the distance. Volk's going to outstrike him by 40. All right. I feel like. Because if it goes the distance, can we all agree that Volk wins? Like, yeah, you're definitely needs yeah, to finish. No, Volk does need to finish. There's not a yes. person that weighs within 20 pounds of Volk that can go the distance with him. Well, okay, I'll take Alonzo Menafield, significant strikes, rivals. <coughs> Noah, what are you thinking? I'm thinking... Um, this. I don't know, we'll you guys think I JDM under 26 and a half I don't think against yeah against us take him and a half bombs to knock his scrub I I would honestly throw the under at like 16 personally I, I think he's some uh, JDM he hits so hard he's gonna knock him down he's gonna clip him and knock him on I mean it doesn't matter it's JDM like, who is so his, much better oh my god me. who was his last fight on that he got the knockdown and he choked him out right away Randy Brown. Yep, I feel like he did. I feel like it's gonna be similar to that. That's my prediction, but I like it. He's such a good striker. He needs some like world class strikers to go against him mm-hmm. to show how good he is because mm-hmm. he's that good. He's that guy. Hey, I just realized. Can I go away from the rivals for Alonzo Menaville? Because I looked at Jimmy Crute's his. I looked at his numbers. 
Can I go under 47.55 fantasy points? I'd rather go there. For generally, you know, fantasy points work. Well, if it's a like, if you think it's going to be a finish below or like in if the Jimmy first, Crude second, fin- like the round, only way Jimmy Crude like, hit the only sure going to be over like eighty. The only way Jimmy Crude hits that number is if he finishes Alonzo Menafield or is okay, if he right, or or if, or if he outstrikes him on the feet, which he won't. We saw that oh, in the first fight. Oh, word, word, smash. So I'm taking the smash. I'm taking the under on Jimmy Crude fantasy points. All right, Chase, round us out here. I'm making the parlay right now. What are you thinking? Oh, boy. <laughs> <coughs> you I mean both the main and co-main are there if you want to try those? I don't know, man. Uh, did anybody use Tatsu Tyra yet? No, go no, for sir. it. He has one? He has one up? Yeah, he's got some. Yeah, I'm going high. Can... Higher one and a half takedowns. You're going takedowns? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Don't like it? Chase, I like I like his strikes. Chase, I like his strikes. Okay. Because I, th- I think he can take him down. I think he might take him down and ground and pound him. I think it might be a one. I think it might be a one takedown finish. That's how good Tatsu Tyra is. I like his higher on. One, one take. Chase, no, Chase, this is your Bro, pick. This is your pick. This is top, though. No, yeah, this no, is your that's pick, what I'm saying. I'm saying. Influence you. Ooh, you uh, also have well, his fantasy points, Chase. If he gets a round one finish, that clears easy. Round two finish, that clears. Um, I like his higher significant strikes. I like his higher significant strikes, higher fantasy points. His takedown takedowns have always been sketchy on this podcast. Yeah, dude. Josh, this could be quick. This could be really quick. Well, if it's quick, his fantasy points is going to hit easy. Then, then do fantasy points, and that hits all of them. I, I would, yeah, I was kind of going for a, a reaching. I didn't know you guys are struggling with takedowns. That's my bad. Oh. I would, I would go six and a half fantasy points. Then, what? How many fantasy points if he finishes first or second round? I will go back and a lot. look, but it is, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> like and usually, it's like at least it's like. I, can I don't read. know. It's guaranteed at least over like seventy. Okay, yeah, I'll do. I'll do fantasy points. Let's see. I believe. Yeah, that's if it's a no finish, because that's going to be quick finish. There it is. Okay. For, I'll do so a first round finish, Chase, is a hundred points. <laughs> a second round Word. finish, a second round finish is seventy five. Third round Word. is fifty. All right. So all he, literally all he has to do is win. <laughs> fantasy points then. Yeah. <laughs> So over on Tatsuru Tyra, 69.55 fantasy point. That is a four-leg parlay I am feeling excited about. Read me off our picks. I'm going to throw a nasty leg. Okay, I got Robert Whitaker over 0.5 finishes from Cole. I have Jimmy Crute under 47.55 fantasy points from me. I have Jack Della Maddalena lower than 26.5 significant strikes from Noah. And I have Tatsuru Tyra over 69.55 fantasy points from Chase. I'm feeling nice. I'm feeling nice about that. There we go. The lay, I just placed the lay. We're feeling good. We're going to play some specific bets between the four of us on Saturday when we're watching them together. I can't wait. It's going to be a good time, but we're going to all win some money. It's going to be a good time. 
Let's go. I feel good about these. I do too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow it too. I'm gonna put money down on it. Let's freaking go, Chase. I love it. Let's win some money, boys. <laughs> Let's go. If when all four of us hit that, it's gonna be the most electric feeling in the world. I can't wait. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah. Thanks for tuning in. It was a long episode, I know, but it's because it's International Fight Week. Next week, we are breaking down International Fight Week, redrafting our fantasy rosters because Cole and Noah can't keep up with me. Um, And then we will be back. We can't wait. And we will be posting social media updates of whatever bottle of whiskey Cole and Noah have to buy me for being in last place. Can't wait to see you guys soon. Thanks for listening.